Have you ever had a shock top? Because I'm in... Okay, you can use some of our American Express miles to get your tickets. Hello? What? Hello? What? Listen up. What? Lock your door so nobody can jump in your car and hold you up. Oh, is that Paul? What it means I... so much to me that you guys miss me. I think your bedazzled jeans are too tight. I'm drinking a very large beer tonight. Mexico. No, I don't think so. What? Hello? What? Listen up. DJ Polly on the ones and twos, but it's only soundbox. He's a master. Y'all don't know this. He's doing that freehand. That's not like a, we don't have like a pre recorded uh, spiel. Paul just sits here and like ones and twos that thing like a DJ. He's live. Just hey, can I introduce y'all to the Turtle Box ambient sound in the background? Oh, oh yeah. I would love to hear I would that. I would love to hear that. Yeah. Okay, here it comes. Actually, let's turn it up first. We'll bring it back down. Yeah, we can always start loud. Come down. Yeah. That's, that's nice. There it is. Yeah. That's really nice. So we've teamed up now with Turtle Box. Yeah. Along with Frigate Rum. Frigate Rum, yeah. You got the lifetime supply of Frigate Rum for t- growing birds. Um, what'd you have to do for the Turtle Box? <laughs> just <laughs> just be friends with them. Oh, okay. Just the friend, I call it, we're friends of the podcast. Yeah, these are these We're are not calling friends. them sponsors. They're not paying us to get by, and this is not survival and sponsorships. It's more of a friend thing. We like these products already, yeah. and half of, of has these things, so we're just, like, helping them out if they can help us out. And Absolutely. Sounds great. So you yeah. guys are going to get turtle boxes, essentially. Yeah, that'd be... Uh, what I, color do you want? Yeah, if, I heard you wanted, you're getting all particular on colors. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, if, if we're being picky, it's got to be either white because, <laughs> you know, my boat's white and seafoam, but if, if given the options... You think they'll make? Yeah, we got frigate rum on the table. If they, if we think they'll make me a custom seafoam one, I haven't seen a seafoam. I haven't either. I don't I think, think it's gonna happen. I think I can get them to do it. Paul, you like, just let them know. I'll take anything I can get. I'm yeah. gonna be nice like that too, and just yeah. actually, I've already got one. Well, yeah. The thing is, like, I, we've all used them, and, and I, you know, I don't have one of my own, but I've been all my buddies have them. We all yeah. fish with them, and you can guarantee that we'll never be friends with anybody on this podcast since we're not calling sponsors that we don't actually use because yeah. That's yeah. the whole idea. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. And we're also doing that with Bahia sunglasses. The cool thing about yes. these turtle boxes, though, the other day, Memorial Day, went out, me and Germs went and did the uh, beach thing out on Sandy Point. And we, you know, we got little kids, so we went out there early. I didn't have to deal with the boat ramp crap. And then I got off the water early, so I didn't have to deal with the drunks after. So it was perfect. Um, but you can link two of these things together so you get like stereo sound. They'll mm-hmm. talk to each other, only two of them. But they, uh, so we set two of them up on the beach that. behind us, and we had stereo sound for our music. Like, that's all amazing. Day. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's cool. It's awesome. Now, they do have to be of the same, like, model. Model. Yeah. yeah. But they Can Bluetooth you use them to, like, to like, stream? Like, if, if you wanted to, like, watch a football game on your phone and stream the yeah. sound Anything through that's it. Bluetooth capable can recognize for sure. that. Like, if you're watching that's someone on really YouTube, cool. it can go, yeah. the sound will go through that thing. That's cool. And you can also plug in a microphone if you're, like, doing karaoke. Mm. No. Yeah, like yeah. A, a little uh, eighth of an inch input, not like Small the big. Jack. Yeah. Do we have time today? <laughs> we could do. Doug, some if karaoke. you want to do karaoke after this, <laughs> Turtle Box karaoke. Yeah, yeah. 
You, can you need to get this thing elevated, though, like you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get the music for that. This is the first time not blessing. Be enough or still keep the tradition of background music. Well, Paul, here in your studio, we have no shortage of random boxes <laughs> that I don't know what contain I'm certain. We can just stack them. We'll just find one of the yeah. leaning piles. <laughs> and uh, it is like, it's like a big puzzle in here. <laughs> It was just, and you know what's crazy? It's like I mean, half, there's a printer over there. I'm pretty sure it's not done anything since 1998. Yeah. Uh, I actually need to unplug that one. I'm re- I, I got this one now. So that well, one actually needs oh, to be retired. That, yeah, and that's the, a nice the ridiculous thing is like half the stuff stacked in here is like fine art that like people oh, yeah. would love and pay a lot yeah. of money to have hanging in their house. And Paul's just got it like literally in a It's house. like that <laughs> scene in, in Caddyshack where she walks in and she's like, here's a $63,000 check. He's like, keep it. <laughs> That, like that map sure over there, is. that might as well be in the trash. Like yeah, it's that, that getting painting, wrinkled. Yeah, but the painting's screwed up. I don't like the art on it, so that might as, that's a trash piece. Jesus, help us all. That is so. not trash. Uh, yeah, I love this place, though. makes me feel good inside. Yeah, it really does. All right, well. So, you know, the whole idea when we started this thing was we're dropping the tailgate down. We just got through fishing. We're going to drink beer and hang out. That's right. what the whole idea of the turtle box is. Yeah. So, so so now Turtle Box is sponsoring the music that that one guy on our comment field really hates. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I now it's more it. of an ambient sound. Ambiance. So to, before we kind of dive into the bullshit segment, which we normally call that this call this that. Yeah. We've had a couple beers down at the Whale. Um, mm-hmm. They're friends of the podcast too, I guess. Wonderful, wonderful <laughs> group of guys. So is Coors Light. <laughs> so is Coors Light. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we've got uh, any word from them directly yet, but hey, Mr. Light, it's they've coming. been here for like every every single one hey, we've recorded. It's them. coming. <laughs> They're very prevalent. Um, we're gonna get a hold of Nikki Mill later from yeah. uh, Millhouse Podcast and talk to him just about how the podcast started where they got the idea what they're doing how they're doing it and anything else that comes in between so get your questions ready yeah he goes am i really going to be on like the whole show i'm like no No. if you want to be i mean we can work it out but uh i think you're going to just be safe with the 20 minutes so we'll be on the phone with you yeah the only other sponsor i think we need to think about is bucky's (laughs) okay okay we can this freaks me out man (laughs) this is weird also weirded out by bucky's but I, I always I find even, myself in there. My thing is, like, I'm not going to, like, I have my drive south all dialed into where, like, I, I stop in the same spots pretty much mm-hmm. every South of time. St. Augustine? Yeah. And it's like I've got it, like, Palm Beach or Palm, yeah, Palm. Uh, that sounds like a song. Palm City or yeah, whatever it is. 30 there. miles past off pa- yeah, St. Augustine. It's like Palm I got City it nailed down. Yeah. So, like, I've got, like, all my stops. I'm not altering my plan for Bucky's. Like, I'm just not. Yeah. And I'm not going to. I don't care about Bucky's. Like I, I care yeah. about getting wherever the hell I'm going and not being in Florida on the highway any longer than I have to be. So, yeah, I just I'm never going to see Bucky's unless they put one at one of my predetermined <laughs> stopping. The places. middle of Florida. Uh, so when I went, so I went to the Keys twice in the last three weeks. I'm sorry. And the first one, well, the first one was when I left at seven fifteen at night. Yes. And had to be down there, you know, by the morning. So I, I got, let's see, I got six audio little just diaries that I recorded on the way oh. down there. <laughs> Are you and high on Red Bull? I was high on Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, the first couple I'm not. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't take it until I needed it. Because oh, yeah. I've never taken that stuff, and someone gave it to me. Like, trust me. I don't you're know if driving through the night is going to be the best time to test out how I don't no, know. No, well, think so. let's just say it works. Fine motor oh, skills. That's all I'm going to say. It worked, boy. It yeah. worked. Were you jawing? 
Like, you want to uh, hear one of these? Uh, just, yeah. Like, it's yeah. probably a minute and a half. It starts, it's 124. Let's just, you want to hear the first one? You have a road rage? We'll just stagger them for the whole show. I'm good, okay. yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. We'll yeah we'll bleed them in. Okay. Hi, everyone. Paul Puggett here, 95 South, 9.48 p.m. Heading to Isla Barada, looking at about a 6 a.m. Uh, arrival. Four wheels on the ground. <laughs> As they should be. Driving his turn into audible note to be recorded. And uh, maybe we got some good stuff in front of us. I don't know. It might be terrible. But I bet by the time three or four in the morning comes around, it'll be really terrible. But uh, just a couple things. Listen to that Dallas Stars game. I was looking forward to about two and a half hours of entertainment, but not even halfway through the game. That, that was a downer. Terrible. That was, I've already done with that. <laughs> uh, I will say I got some Cheetos, the jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. Those might be the best chip ever made, ever. Yeah, they, they are damn good. Adderall's a hell of a drug. Right, he ain't even on Adderall, Adderall yet. <laughs> Not yet. I'm three hours away from Adderall. <laughs> Just okay. See if we can tell right. when you get on Adderall. Yeah, that'd be funny. No, I'm on your arm. <laughs> I don't. It was funny. It's like Adderall, like it, it's an amphetamine, but like for people who really have ADHD, it calms them down. Like yeah. It doesn't tweak them out. But like yeah. folks whose brains are not wired wrong, it's 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 legal oh. meth. It's literally just so amphetamine. I, I started getting the twitchies, you know, when you're driving, you start just kind of just start oh, yeah. just having this weird like feeling in your mind, like it's not really tiredness. It's almost like this weird like uncomfortable of. Uh, like your brain is just like knocking on the door, like, dude, let's go to bed, man. What yeah. are we doing? Yeah, here? It's, yeah. it's humming. So yeah. it's about eleven forty-five. I took a half ski of that thing, and from twelve fifteen to five forty-five, when I pulled in there, I do not remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a time warp. Now I remember, I remember driving and being focused and safe. Yeah, and like yeah. pinned to the wheel, yeah. pinned to the. I remember like seeing that Hard Rock Hotel when you're coming into Miami. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The yeah. guitar just be like, God, that's a big guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like four in the morning. I always feel cheated though that they didn't just go ahead and finish I the know. neck and yeah. finish. Like, I mean, I know Hurricane hey, did find that strings for that Snapped thing. off huge <laughs> strings. Huge <laughs> strings. They ever gonna like tune them? Do you want any help tuning? Hey man. I, I can it help just, tune it. This looks unfinished. It's like cables like on I, this I know is it is finished, but it looks unfinished the way they ended it at the top. Yeah. It just, I don't. No, no, I agree. Like, I mean, you put all this effort in designing the world's largest guitar yeah. or whatever, and then you just stop. Like, it, fuck that. Make that thing. It's kind of like a bad movie where it starts out great, and at the end they just go, you know what? I quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, I don't, I don't even know what to do with it. Actually, this. Carl, my brother in law, does these uh, big, long, tall things. Ain't going to show up anymore. Yeah. He, he's done. Let me wrap this up. Yeah. It is, but you know, it's funny. It's like you always think, like when I see that thing, because you're cutting over to the turnpike usually right there. Tur- uh, you're on the wrong thing. Reagan turnpike, but you're getting over to so the. So would you? Did you go 75 or? I went 95 down. So uh, when did the Adderall hit? So 
Five hours in, halfway. You're just it's right around West Palm Beach, probably. That's five a hours great in. spot. Daytona. Daytona would be about Daytona. five hours. And about of an course hour. it hit around Daytona. Well, then about an hour and a half after Daytona, you that little <laughs> Daytona change. was built on Adderall. <laughs> you he was like, I wonder about crystal meth. meth now. Whichever one. <laughs> well, you know you do that little change where you get off the thing and do that back highway. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, that's the turnpike. Yeah, that's, that's about when I started really flying high, fancy free right well, there. That's that's Fort Pierce usually, or yeah. somewhere around there. So were you just chugging water? I had gate a lot of Gatorade. I had a good, I had a good snack mix, sunflower seeds, man. Light. You know what my problem? Like, I, like I, and I don't like have a prostate issue mm. or anything. Like my problem is I drink too much fluids when I'm in the car, oh, yeah, and, you and I can't pee. make it between yeah, gas gotta, stops, yeah. and I got to pee. And it's not mm. like I got to like. You know, old prostate people, they got a little squirt of pee in it. No, man, it's like a gallon of fucking... Like, well, I'm see, in pain by the time I stop to pee. And I'm like, why did I drink two liters of water thinking that was a normal amount of water to well, drink when I you're remember, sitting in the car? I remember reading tips on driving a long way. And, you know, none of them said start at 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> they all said get at least eight to nine hours of sleep and go early in the morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the heat of the day. And they all said stay very hydrated, take a lot of water. So I took a lot of water, and yeah. that, I feel like that helped me. Good. I didn't have yeah. to pee all the time, bro. I, yeah, it goes mm-hmm. through me, but I, um, I drink a lot of water all the time. So what? Yeah, I've always wondered what NASCAR drivers do. They, yeah, what do they do? Probably a condom catheter. Oh, a do bag. they really? They not? just they just let it go. Well, no, you put a condom cath on. Just saying, you have a bag. saying condom. Condom cath. So like at the hospital, if we don't want to put a real catheter in you because those are infection risks. It's a condom, except instead of being sealed at the end, it's got a little oh. like thing, and you put a tube, you hook a tube to it, and you just piss, and it goes down a tube into yeah. a bag, and you could have a bag on your leg and just piss in it, and you, I mean, I love it, won't, it doesn't leak. It, it just, <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about it for the drives. Like if I really had to power it through like what you did, I'd probably borrowed a leg bag and a condom cap from work. Because right before we started this, Paul, <laughs> Paul said, you know what? Let's just talk about tar conditions. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm explaining condom cast to y'all. It's, yeah, it's, it's literally, it looks just like condom, except it's sticky instead of Ooh. slimy. Because it has to stay on. Sounds kind of nice. So you roll it up. You roll it down on the, yeah. but it's sticky. You just on the shaft. It, just roll it down the shaft, <laughs> and it stays on there. And you hook it to the tube, and like, you just pee away, man. <laughs> that actually doesn't sound bad. It's not. I mean, really. I mean, you're not going to leak anywhere. They work fine. Yeah. <laughs> if it did, man, that'd be rough. <laughs> Was that <laughs> astronaut lady pulling that, over at the pilot at like two a.m. Yeah. You get your all pissed just so. <laughs> Look at this picture, George Martinez. <laughs> no, sir, I, officer, I haven't been drinking. <laughs> just pissed myself. Look at this picture, my, my George Martinez. Catheter broke. That's a toad of a permit. Whoa. Easy, okay. George, old George. George Jorge Martinez. Man, that is a big permit. Wow. Got a snorkel. I guess. I wonder if they bare, tra- caught it barehanded. Probably. Yeah, he probably did. That man's an animal. He's probably getting some underwater mental pictures for oh, his artwork. I wish yeah. y'all could see this. That yeah, that's. Big I, one. I mean, it's everything's hard to tell him, but it's a large, wow. large permit. All right. Well, that's a buzz. What's that? Uh, why don't you tell people what she's doing down there? And uh, um, so yeah, so. That's that AC. Um, Nothing we can do uh, about okay. it. Okay, nice. I remember in the other recording when you, yeah. you heard it, like right when they started playing. So the you Gritty rolled Boys. in to the Keys about seven a.m. Five forty-five. And I went uh, pulled up at Jared Jared's house. Okay. Uh, to do the Silver King show. Nice, nice. And so, understandably, he was very worried about me showing up like at six a.m. to go fishing at six a.m. Mm-hmm. after driving all night. 
Yeah, and having to be on camera. Like, yeah. yeah, personality. And Nothing shit. makes a great, you know, recording TV show than a guy that's been driving for 11 hours with no sleep. I'm sure he was like, man, that's going to be great. It's going to be great this for... Is, this is going to make me a lot It's going to be movie magic. That's what the Adderall's for. <laughs> well, I, I kind of failed to tell him that until I got there. He goes, well, we decided to push it back to 11. That way we can do a sunset recording, which they hadn't done that before. So he was, like, kind of pumped about it. It all worked out. That's a pro move. Yeah, and there's some things and details I don't want to say until the show comes out. Sure. I don't, you know, just out of respect yeah, for absolutely. those guys. But the point is, uh, it was a lot of fun. We we started fishing at 11. He wanted me to take a nap, and I did not. I wouldn't was not able to take a nap. Adderall, Adderall. sponsored by Adderall. <laughs> wait, wait, should, should you tell everybody in the future how they can see this show? Yeah, so it'll come out in January. Okay, uh, nice. on NBC Sports on Saturday mornings, like at eight or nine in the morning. Put it in so, your calendar, folks. Come on now, put it in your calendar. So we we did the 11 o'clock start, and we went back to Flamingo, saw some fish, did our stuff there, and then with the idea of being out on the water until, like, around sunset. And uh, at that time, there was a possible worm hatch that was going to maybe go on. Nice. And I can't, you know, disclose whether that happened or not. You'll have to uh, wait and see. But, yeah, it was awesome. It was neat. It, just the weight of... The weight of fishing with your buddies is already kind of like, I'm not going to say pressure, but everyone spent their time and money to get here. If I'm on the bow, even with one of you guys, it's like, and there's fish happening. It's like, man, you, you want to catch a fish, but you throw that, that a guide who you've never, you've never fished with, who you've met a yeah. couple times, that's very well known. Not sleeping. Or not sleeping. That hadn't even started to affect me yet. And then you got met the camera vote. Yeah, you got the camera vote. And that the weight of that camera that is like, you know, forty feet behind you, it feels like it's on your back. You know, wow. like just uh, it was a fun experience though. Uh, yeah. Everything worked out. Great. We got a good episode, I think. Um, obviously, we'll find out when it comes out. But it was a fun experience. And the next day, you do interviews, mm-hmm. like the day where you sit down and kind of the cameras, you know, all that stuff. And then. I overlapped with Flounder, a buddy of mine from Texas, which I know you know. Great. Guy. I don't know if you've ever met Flounder. I don't remember him. He's on Rascob's Instagram yeah. a lot. So yeah. I've, I've, he's I was a, familiar with his face when I saw your pictures. He's like a Will Abbott, you yeah. know, just always coming up with something funny. And a good fisherman. Yeah, good fisherman. He won uh, the Herman Lucerne Tarpon Cup. That's awesome. And I think he's trying to get in some more events down there, um, doing all that stuff. Um, so then I, and then for those, for, Filming day and the night of the filming, my stomach just started. Bleh, oh, I wonder why from the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it felt like I was kind of sick to my stomach and a nauseating feeling. I drank tons of water still, and it just would not go away. On top of, I've been up for like thirty six hours or whatever. Heart power that alone make you nauseous. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And so, by the time I drove back on Saturday, I was finally starting to feel kind of normal. So you throw, like, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday feeling weird, and then Saturday felt normal, and I had to drive back. Came back for a week, did the paintings for the Don Holly tournament, finished them up, mailed them, and then drove back again because I had planned on doing this. Did it all over again. Yeah, did it all over again without chemicals, and I actually woke up (laughs) in a normal time and did the drive. Yeah, I love it. So, and the fishing was tough. I fish. I mainly went there for the tournament and to be there around the people and kind of be part of the the event and just be there. Mm-hmm. So fishing was definitely a, a thing. It was a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Fish with Kenny Atkinson. Um, 
around Big Pine on Thursday. Weather was tough. We just kind of hopscotched looking for light. Yeah. Got off the water a little early. I casted a two tarpon. That was tough. And that was one of the days in the tournament that didn't catch shit. I mean, yeah. It was just yeah. one of those days. And then Friday, I fished with the Rummels. Cool. And we went out uh, in Oceanside. They were really helping me get some photography, some uh, reference material with the drone. And it turned into fishing. We really weren't going to fishing because the, the weather kind of sucked at the beginning. But all of a sudden, the sky opened up. And you're oh, there. Look, we can see yeah. fish now. You got to love so, that about the keys, man. Yeah, we got three hours of if fishing. You, if you in. don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. Yeah, back at the dock by three. I had to go get ready and check into the new hotel and then go to the event, and it all worked out perfectly. And Deeney, Greg Deeney and Evan Carruthers ended up winning the Holly. They won the Golden Fly, then the Holly, and uh, awesome. they're on they're a roll. Up, they're on the uh, they're on the chopping block for the yeah. old Triple Crown. Totally. Congrats, boys. So it was really cool to see them win, and uh, I had a good three weeks. It's, it was pretty hectic and fun, but brought to you by Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, uh, I can't with that stuff, man. I, mean, mm. I so, just good old fashioned. Caffeine. I can't either. Yeah. I found out. Yeah. yeah so in hindsight, what's what's better? Is it sleeping and getting up early and going, or is it going in the middle of the night? And just ripping some methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> I have an opinion on this, and I've dialed it in over the years. One and sounds fun. When I was uh, when I was younger, all we all, all we ever did was do exactly what Paul did, minus the, uh, the Adderall. I never did that. Have you ever had a shot top? But we always would leave at like six or seven p.m., and so yeah. we could be there at f- oh dark thirty five, launch yeah. the boat, go yeah. straight into fishing, and we wouldn't. When you, you have trade offs, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Who's sleeping, who's but even then, you know, you don't sleep well in a car. But so we did that. That was what we used to be like. I, as I got older, my move now is mm-hmm. I wake up at midnight. I'll lay down. Like, I'll lay down at like 7, 8 early. I'll get three, four hours of sleep. Call it a good nap. Then I get up at midnight, and I'm out and on the road by 1. You're clear of Jacksonville before any morning traffic picks up or anything like that. That's a good point. And there's really nothing yeah. much below Jacksonville until you hit South Florida. And I don't give a fuck. If you hit South Florida at 3 in the morning, it's, it's a shit show. Yeah. So that doesn't yeah. matter. Always. So I never try to plan South Florida. But if I can clear Jacksonville before, say, 6.37 a.m., mm-hmm. I'm a happy guy because you can go right through town and you don't have any traffic. There's That's a around. smart move, man. And then, yeah. you know, and then the lower part, you're not worried so much about because they do a lot of construction at night. So yeah. once you get kind of below Jacksonville, you're not worried about a whole lot of construction and shit because it's daytime at that point. It's rush hour. Mm-hmm. But, and then, yeah, and then it's usually I've door-to-door doing that. I can usually be an island rod in 10, 10 and a half hours. Yeah. It took, me, t- it took me pretty much 10 both times. Yeah, it took me 14 this year. Oh, with a boat, though? But oh, Well, yeah. no, I, every year it has a boat, but uh, it was only because, well, we had a flat tire in Beaufort and had to change that. But oh, yeah. then we uh, they were working on the road. It, I, two of those hours was sitting on A1 in uh, like in Alamorada waiting because uh-huh. they had the road shut down doing road work. I sat in the car for two hours. Well, at least there you're on the pretty bridges with the, the yeah. water and shit, but you're just sitting what in the car. What gets me at night, though, is... When you start, when your eyes start paying too much attention to oncoming traffic, the <laughs> lights will oh, just yeah. wear you out. And your so, eyes are constantly. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. kind of trying to. You know, well, that's, other, that's the other Not benefit. with Adderall. Like, not with Adderall. This, this time of year, sun Adderall comes up. Adderall and Skittles. Sun comes up at like six, so like you're only driving in the dark for, you know, three, four hours, and yeah. then it's daylight driving the rest of the time. That's true. Mm-hmm. It works out. I'm telling you, man, this is yeah. my, my modified plan. That's a good formula. Yeah. It's really good. Y'all want to hear another out. voice memo? Oh, of course oh, we do. Okay. Is this one on Adderall? I don't remember. Uh, you want to just skip to Adderall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me one Adderall. Okay. Let's do. Let's do Bucky's. I don't think I was quite there yet, but let's Bucky's just. Bucky's 
uh, event has been accomplished. <laughs> Went in there, used the restroom, saw the art show they have in the hallways, <laughs> saw the people really up close. <laughs> and, uh, Smelled them. I got a little, little chicken burrito or chicken taco. And, you know, going to Bucky's at, at 12.15 at night, there's a lot of things not available to you. And uh, but I went to the Sunflower Seed Isle, and I just can't find the old standard David barbecues anymore, which is frustrating. Mm-hmm. So I got some dills. I got the big dill, which I can handle. That was good. And I'm out about to get out back on the highway for another five hours of driving. Probably stop and take a nap at some point. And I'll be with you all later with an update. Uh, nothing too crazy right now. I'm um, listening to some talk radio and uh, feeling good about it. Feeling good. You Just four hours. Okay. Next update. Like, you don't sound hey, guys. Hey, hey, no. Just check it back hey, in. Let's see what we got. I lost some Skittles. I dropped. Is it hot in here? I feel like it's hot in here. I did have the berry Skittles, the purple. Did bag. you had the berry, uh, berry Skittles? Is sugar yeah. high? Yeah, yeah. Little snap. That's awesome. Um, yeah. That so. didn't sound too bad. No man, it was it was. Yeah. You just want to hear the one? Let's see the last one. Okay, that's it. I think this is it. Wait, what was that? <laughs> oh, let's start. <laughs> Let's start well, that over. About you were feeling safe and driving well. You can't even speak English. Let's start it over. I have uh, no idea what that yeah. was. All right, hey, uh, just some thoughts from the highway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the car's out at uh, 3.30 in the morning. 3.22 if you're precise. So, my dad used to always use this term for the tollway in Dallas. Dallas the turnpike. So, what the, what the hell is a turnpike? <laughs> like, the pike is the road, and the turn, what does the turn mean for the pike? Like, what is a turnpike? And, is that kind of a general name for a tollway? Like, why is the tollway a turnpike? Because I feel it's only used now for tollways. And also, you cannot, you cannot escape these damn toll roads in South Florida. It's all fucking toll like, roads. Like, is there any way well, you to get to the terrible. Don't do that. Like, is there a book out there that is like the guide to Florida non-turnpike, non-toll roads? <laughs> Deal. Like, if you go anywhere without a camera shooting a picture of the license plate, I got a whole shoe full of seeds right now, too. So I'm having trouble. A talking. shoe full of seeds? <laughs> but this brings me to my next, my anyway, next point. We're back here on the old 
What well, is it? <laughs> it's just another word for a toll road. But what, why is it called a turnpike? You got Google somewhere. I don't know, man. I'm sure it came from. I don't know, but that sounded like a scene from Cops. <laughs> <laughs> I had a mouthful. Officer, of I'm sorry I was speeding, but can you explain something bad to me? Boys, <laughs> I had a mouthful of seeds, and it was. Uh, Excessive. I, I'd usually like, I try to avoid, like, not that the turnbike's that expensive, but the Florida's turnbike, I try to avoid it, but usually I'll get on about West Palm, but then when I'm coming yeah. home, I don't get off of it till Fort Pierce. So I, get to, I follow it, because after that, at Fort Pierce, it turns inland and goes to Orlando, and you got to get off at my So, what a turnpike here. is, is a section of highway designed to lead you from one area to another. Okay. That's isn't that just what every highway does? It takes yeah, you from technically one area speaking, but I'm to another. Sure that's what takes you from one area is. to another. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's supposed to it's supposed to like reroute you exactly. Well, and also I think too is, is it's not for through like it's not for street traffic. It's for through that's like if be you're my trying only to contribution to that. If you're trying to go past Miami, but you don't want to get off of an exit in Miami, right. a turnpike's your option. Versus if you needed to get off of whatever, downtown Miami, you would stay on 95. Like, isn't Alligator Alley technically one big turnpike? I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I know, I, <laughs> I mean, I never crossed it. I've never, I've crossed 40, isn't it 41? What's it called? Or it goes across there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 41's in Atlanta. So right. if they have, okay, so if they have oh, it's a, in a lot of there's a 41 here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, say you have yeah. one interstate and you have another interstate already constructed and established. If you want to join or merge those two interstates, isn't that a turnpike? I have no idea. Somebody we, can tell you're us. You're asking we the would, wrong guy. We would love to have. Yeah, drop us, drop us a line on the old on Instagram. Yeah. Cause, hey, how about yeah. a sip of frigate? Hey, hey, I, hey, I love frigate. Mm. Well, regardless, you took a turnpike. I took a turnpike. I got so yeah. I got there at five. I got there at like five forty. And you know, my plan was to take a couple different naps. I did not need those naps. So I thought I'd be showing up to Jersey sure. at like seven. He said, text me when you're 30 minutes away. So I wasn't going to text him at 5.15 in the morning. Yeah. So I got to his place at 5.40, and I just kind of uh, – <laughs> The idea was to lay in my van and close my eyes, but I just laid in my van. <laughs> just laid there staring at the ceiling? Yeah. yeah. And at like 6.10, I texted him, mm-hmm. and he goes, okay, you're out there? Yeah, I go, yeah, I am. And, you know, it's just dark. It's The light's kind of coming up, creating shadows. And he came around his corner, and he's just this huge dude. He, like, I'm like, and I'm kind of out of it. You know, I'm like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you made it all. Yeah, I'm fine, man. I'm, I'm fucking fine. Yeah. But he, he's, he's like, probably 6'4", fucking big yeah. dude. Yeah, he's uh, a Tucker-sized individual. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And when, the, this come, when they come out of the shadows at 6 in the morning on you, after like, driving on it's, it's like, like Sasquatch. Oh. Yeah, man. Like yeah, you're, you're, like, you know he's your buddy, but your brain goes into, like, self-defense oh, yeah. mode. Yeah. Like, I'm going to kick him in the nuts. And how yeah. am I, gonna... <laughs> I can throw sunflower seed bags at you. But, no, he was great, man. He got to hang out with his family and his wife and his kids. His kids are just locked and loaded, man. They, they do not run out of batteries. He's got his hands full with those two boys. They love fishing and doing everything down there, though. We had a little party there Friday night, and Owen Gaylor came. He was down in town with his wife. Uh, So we had a little social event to kind of round out the week, and uh, yeah, it was a blast, man. It was fun. You know what might be fun, if we have time later? To call Owen and ask him what he thinks the turnpike is. He'd probably have a decent answer. I bet he would. (laughs) 
It's probably some old cowboy story. Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be something. Oh, you don't know about Texas old Rangers Bill. You know about General Bill Turnpike. Yeah, you never heard of <laughs> General Bill yeah. Turnpike. <laughs> old General Bill Turnpike. <laughs> oh, Won the War of eighteen twelve. As a matter of fact, broke uh, every finger on his right hand. Yeah, damn right he did. <laughs> What the hell is happening? <laughs> well, should we phase out of this and uh, yeah. take a little break, do some brainstorming, and then call Nikki? Yeah, Love yeah. It. Well, to y'all, it'll be like 30 seconds, but to us, it might be a minute. Yeah. yeah to us, it'll be like 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. All right, good. Uh, we, we do have a new uh, scoop ad, though. Oh, guys, this is one of the. Y'all ready ads for that? I hadn't heard yet. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks, Turtle Box. Oh, man, that Turtle Sounds Box got good. some tunes. A turtle can sing. <laughs> <laughs> Turtles got pops. <laughs> All right, here we go. Scoop's got an ad. Are you tired of the same old boring art classes? Looking for something more stimulating? Well, look no further. Introducing Paul Puckett's Sexy Art Camp. That's right, folks. Paul Puckett, the master of artistic seduction, is here to unleash your creative passions like never before. Are you ready to explore your deepest desires on canvas? Let Paul Puckett guide you through the sensual strokes of artistic expression. Our campus cannot get enough of Paul's unique teaching methods. He'll have you blushing and painting at the same time. Paul Puckett's Sexy Art Camp isn't just about painting, it's about unlocking your inner Picasso and letting your imagination run wild. We'll provide you with the tools you need to create works of art that will make your heart race and your cheeks blush. At Sexy Art Camp, we guarantee a creative experience that will leave you breathless and inspired. But wait, there's more! The first 50 callers will get a free feathered paintbrush, a guaranteed tickle to your senses. Dial 1-800-P-A-U-L-A-R-T. 1-800-PAUL-ART. Get ready to ignite your creativity with a splash of sizzle. This is my Paul Puckett's at the art campus. Fiction concept, not as part of the camp. Tonight, the Key's most unknown band, Meet Wad's Situation, playing their biggest hits on the outdoor stage of the Lorelei, including special guest, Audible Pants, rocking some of their brand new tunes, including the newest, Leaner, Not a Looker. She was leaner, not just a looker. And this new one called Just Slid On By. Slid on by. I was looking for no bounders that just slid on by. And I didn't see those self bounders just slid on by. Slid on by that just slid on by. Slid on by. Yeah, 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 slid on by. 
tonight, 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 after the city council meeting at the Lorelei. Also coming this Friday, Chandra Rummel and her stand-up comedy routine. Brought to you by Vice Productions. That sounds like a good time. I, I like the uh, city council meeting. I've, I've been blessed with the mm -hmm. honor, because I know the Rummels, to sit in on a few yeah. city councils. They're like the mayor of the city yeah. council. Yeah, and it's, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, city council, there's a section of the Lorelei deck that you don't sit in unless you're allowed to sit there. Yeah. And, there, everybody and it's has a, labeled. It says, yeah. And, I guarantee and, you that's probably where I've sat. And the yep. chairs, the chairs are the the guys that sit there have their own chairs and, and like even like the people all get there like if that guy's not there that chair stays empty like you just don't yeah and so yeah and they call it the city council I've been blessed to just hover in the periphery and listen to those old yeah. dudes and old ladies and everybody that hangs out there it's awesome it's yeah. just a cool little community that lives. it's either city council or town meeting think, or something yeah like that. I forget yeah. what the sign says but they, they call have, themselves the city council yeah, yeah. do they have conch fritters oh yeah at the Lorelei yeah. yeah I'm sure chicken sure. fingers. Yeah, I never yeah. eat there. I just yeah. drink beer. So uh, the, how are the French fries? The, it's all good. Oh, it's yeah. just all like oh, comes in on like Cisco it. truck. I love <laughs> it. I love There's it. really uh, maybe they have nice yeah. food. I don't yeah. know that I've ever eaten. It'd much be really there. cool if you could pull a boat up there. So when we were when we were yeah, it would be yeah, yeah. even be, launch from there. Or if there was oh, like a ramp amazing. and guides yeah, and stuff, that'd be interesting. So maybe some tournaments launch out of there or something. Not me. When we were when we were fishing, when I was fishing with Rob and Chandra. She she goes she goes oh my god that those fish coming by that was like a meat wad situation I'm like dude that would be a band name yeah. <laughs> meat wad and then it got so windy that you could hear Rob's pants I go, dude those are audible pants I go dude that's a fucking band <laughs> name too so that's, we were we were fucking around with uh, I think Tucker had some big floppy pants on one day and it was like, <laughs> yeah and we were like so all week I don't know what was going on they had a bunch of helicopters around though like. That were like training or something. There was Chinooks, like the big double blade yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, we saw oh, some yeah. of those. And then there were just some huge, I don't know, Blackhawks and stuff. That, but they were all, I don't know, they had different labels. They weren't military, but they were something. And uh, But they kept <laughs> flying like down the line, like all day. They'd be flying up and down, just down the tarpon line. And uh, like <laughs> me and Mike Santelli would be like, you'd hear Tucker's pants were like, <laughs> like, there comes one of them helicopters again. And one of them was like, nah, that's Tucker's pants. <laughs> Like those things were like. I'm still hung up on meat wide. Yeah, that's uh, meat that, wide situation. The, bro. I've only ever heard that from the Rummels, but yeah, like you get those big like balls of fish. I love that. Yeah, that's good. I've only seen a couple meat wide situations in my life. That's a band name. Apparently. Um. So I told Nikki. Whoa. There it is. Damn. That's meat wide. <laughs> that was not on purpose. Sorry about that. Live tonight. That's what happens when I switch things around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're just not gonna have music for a couple minutes. We're gonna call Nikki in a second anyway. So it's all work. It all works out. Was that Ted Nugent? Oh uh, yeah, kinda. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna call Nikki here in a second. I'll uh, give him five minutes. I just gave him the five minute warning. It's kind of like football. Yeah. Well, for those that don't know who Nikki Mill is. He's the other half of the Millhouse podcast. I mean, you hear like three words out of him every third episode. Uh, but his daddy is uh, Andy Mill, the famous tarp fisherman, and they do a hell of a podcast, uh, an actual serious one, unlike ours. Right. And uh, they uh, basically, I mean, the whole theory, I will let him explain it, but the, the, the gist of it is that they are trying to basically record the stories of a lot of these South Florida legends. Um, before these guys died, I mean, to be blunt, because, I mean, yeah, they're getting old, yeah. they're getting up there in years, and these guys are the guys that pioneered what we do today. So 
the, I think the goal of their podcast, and like I said, Nikki can elaborate on it, but I think their goal is to try to get these stories recorded for posterity so that they don't die with the men that created them. So, which is pretty cool, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, I that's admirable. Amazing, and they've done a lot of work. They drive all over the place and track mm-hmm. these guys down and, yeah, do serious interviews. We make fun of them, but, you know, that's salt When are they talking level. to you, Paul? What's that? When are they talking <laughs> to you? <laughs> Never. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, w- if they want to talk about tarpon stories, I am not the guy to, yeah. to call. Or permit, or bonefish. Yeah, pretty much. I'm I'm useless. I don't yeah. even paint anything pretty, so like I'm really out. Well, like even I told Jared, I hope you didn't bring me here for my tarpon abilities. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and try to holler at him. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. He knows five minutes means a minute and three yeah. and a half, right? Exactly. So. Are we doing this? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like, we'll hear him, but he's going to have to hear us through the phone thing. Nikki, can you hear us? I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? It's yeah, buddy. not going into the... Yeah, well, we're, we're dealing with some... Uh, let's see. Go ahead and talk. Let me see. make sure we're getting a sound check on this. Yeah. He's not going through the system. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me change the little cord here. Hold on a second. Sorry, buddy. I tested it earlier, and it was working great. Yeah, no, nah, he definitely wasn't in there this time. Sorry this is this is the awesome production that we put on. Are you there? Yeah, I'm. I'm here, man. Now, now we got it. Now, right. we're, now we're working. Now we're working. Still you still didn't answer the goddamn question. Talk to me. What was the question? We didn't hear it. Are we? Are we live? Barely. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> you're you're live to a recorded device that will be somewhat live in about three hours when the world gets to have it. But it's live in the sense that we don't do any editing or cut any of the crap out. So yeah, you're live. Mm-hmm. Awesome. How does it <laughs> feel? Say, how does it I'm, feel to be live? Hold on, I want to say something first. Come on, double P. Come on. I want to say that I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing. I love this. Well, we appreciate it, buddy, and we're a big fan of what you do, and and. Uh, you and your pops do. We were just talking about it kind of an intro before we called you, and uh, we're, we're pumped to have you uh, let us waste a little time of yours this afternoon. So thank you. Yeah, of course, man. I don't know why you guys want to talk to me, but uh, well, I, find, I think you guys have the best, funniest, most hilarious podcast <laughs> out there. So keep, well, keep on doing you guys, and it's, uh, it's awesome. A lot of people are tuning in. Well, you're not only one of the hottest guys in fly fishing right now. You're uh, running one of the <laughs> best podcasts out there, and... Uh, that actually leads to just the first question. How did, and I'm sure it's a little bit more, you know, comp, I don't know if it's complicated, but I'm sure there's more to it, but how did you guys finally come up with the idea of doing this and how long did it take for y'all to finally push record on the recorder? Oh man, <clears throat> I've told this quite a few times, so I may sound like a broken record, but I, you know, I would say it took about a year to convince my dad to actually dive in and do this. Okay. And the whole the whole concept was basically like, dude, I like grew up, you know, fishing with my dad, and then we go out to eat or or have a beer with Chico and and Steve Huff and Dustin and all these like, yeah. I mean, growing up, you know, when I was in middle school and high school, people would look at like Michael Jordan and and uh, Ronaldo, and I'd be looking at fucking. Steve, you know, uh, Doug Kilpatrick and John O'Hearn, like those yeah. were, those were my idols, That's you know, cool. from, from the stories that, um, my dad would tell me from other anglers. And so getting a chance to hang with these guys and have them tell their story just after fishing, 
with my dad, I was like, dude, we need to, we need to record these because yeah. a lot of these guys aren't known. Right. And if their stories aren't published in a magazine or published in a book or there's no documentary on them, they're never going to be told. So why not create a platform where we can have these guys on and tell their story? And, you know, I didn't think it was going to be this successful. I just thought it was going to be fun for my dad and I to do. Um, and my dad was hesitant because he really did not want to go back to work. And I was like, I was like, it's going to be like talking to your friends. We'll have a beer. You're talking to your buddy. It'll be an hour long, blah, blah, blah. Once you started to see like people are tuning in and started to see the downloads and the numbers, then you started to get jazzed up about it. But yeah, man, it's, uh, it just was an idea one day and I, it probably took a year for, for us to press record and, um, here we are. Well, hey, buddy, it definitely comes across that you guys are enjoying it and having fun. It, it seems supernatural. And I, before I go any further, before these guys ask any questions, I want to introduce you to Mike Vincent and Doug Rowland. That's who's here with me. I meant to do that earlier. So, hey, buddy. Hey, Bo. What's up? So, I think what's the, going on, Mike and Doug? One yeah, of these man. guys probably got a question for you. Yeah, I'll jump in. So, uh, I mean, first off, I love what you do. Been listening to all your episodes. Uh, one thing that kind of strikes me, though, is, I mean, and this is just human nature and everything else. I definitely, there's guys that have been on your, your podcast that I don't agree with, you know, or their outlook on things clashes with my own. Right. So, um, you know, and I, you know, recently there's been a little flack over one of the last guests and I'm not here to, I'm not going to crack balls on you or anything like that. But the thing is, how do you sitting at the table trying to do the job being professional? I'm sure you don't agree with everything that comes out of these dudes mouth. How do you and your dad even measure that is that something that even kind of bugs you at all or is just you're just trying to record things for posterity when when something comes about that we don't agree upon yeah exactly yeah like without you know because i'm sure you guys don't want to cause a scene on you know on the podcast but at the same time you know you're trying to entertain you're trying to entertain yeah but like i just kind of i can i can feel it when i'm listening sometimes i'm like ah man you know that seems kind of shitty but i'm like how does it feel to be sitting across from the guy on a microphone (laughs) No, I totally get it. And sometimes it's really hard. Um, but at the same time, it's like, who who are we to say that we're right? Yeah. Yeah. I, hear, I feel that. That's a really good point. You know, point. so this is, yeah. this is a platform for them to come on and express how they feel about something. And if we don't agree with it, um, there's, a, there's probably a good chance a lot of other people don't agree with it as well. I don't want to like pat myself on the back, but yeah. at the same time, it's, it's, yeah, it can be, it can be really tough, but you know, there's got to be a, a, a level of like, um, we can't hate on them too hard because we invited them on our show. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, I just brought you here to beat up on yeah. you about your opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, to yeah, me. No, but no, it's a good question because I, yeah, I, I know what you're referring to. And we've, we've, I would say we've had two or three people on that we, uh, I really regret having on. Put it oh, that way. I can also imagine, like, knowing some of the characters and having been lucky enough to meet some of them. I mean, those guys, that's a living, breathing thing to them, that whole area that they have, like, you know, done all their work in. And to them, it's like, I mean, how could you love something even more than that? So I imagine there's going to be a lot of passion that comes into people's opinions, mm-hmm. you know. From all so, different I, angles. So I, yeah, I can see what Nikki's saying. He's like, look. Let's give them a platform and let's respect their opinion. Um, Nicky's a better right. man than me. I, yeah. I, <laughs> there'd be a point I'm like, yeah. 
Yeah, bro. I'm just. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> well, that's why. That's why there's other podcasts out there. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's we right. could come on and rip everybody because nobody comes on here. My <laughs> my actual question was much more lighthearted and playful. <laughs> come on, well, actually, we got Mad Mike done with. Let's go to Doug. I actually, Mickey, I just wanted to know of all these characters that I've listened to, and man, I can't tell you how much I love the podcast. But who was the hardest to get behind the microphone? Mm, that's a good question. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> and maybe you don't even want to call them out. If you don't, that's fine. I'm just I, I'm looking at some of these guys, and I'm going, man, it must have been hard to get this guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would say I would say Ted Jurassic was probably the toughest. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. okay. And I love that one. Yeah, that was awesome. Ted, oh, Ted, that's one of my favorite episodes. That guy. Ted was probably the toughest, just because I think it was because of my dad. My dad used to fish all Tibor stuff. Yeah. And yeah. he left to go to Hardy, and um, I think there was some bad blood there. But uh, I don't know. I think. Ted made the right decision. What ha- actually happened was we contacted Steve, and we had to have yeah. Steve middleman and Gordon Hill convince. That's a hell uh, of a middleman. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's funny? What's funny about that? And I've come to find out after all these years of being in this industry is, and how small it is, and how sensitive everyone is, oh and understandably, God. like there's reasons. Dude, so sensitive. It's yeah. Ri- it's ridiculous. And yeah. especially when you're down in the keys, I, I feel like the sensitivity is like in a little. A funnel everything kind of gets more like sensitive with you yeah. know guides yeah. and gear and who what are you using who are you fishing with and like I you know I talked to guys when I was down there a week ago like physically talked to, to guys right there talking about how they might have to break up with their guide and how it's like a yeah it's like yeah. a major <laughs> thing he's been fishing with yeah. for eight ten years and like I don't know how I'm gonna do it it takes a lot of passion yeah it's though, like dude. a marriage yeah dude yeah, it is. And it's like Tom Evans hates the keys and he says it's, he calls it keysy. You know, it's getting a little keysy down there. Oh, yeah, like comparing it to other places. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it is weird. It's a little incestual. So, you know, a little. <laughs> one a other lot, question bro. I wanted to ask, and I'm, I'm, I'm not being fair to Paul and Mike, I'm squeezing ask, in a no, second good, question. Buddy. So, okay, so having grown up down there in that environment, do you ever, like, <laughs> I don't know how to, how to phrase this question, do you have, do you feel bad or do you worry about the guys that come down there to become guides that want to get in, want to be part of that whole community? I mean, even if they have a reputation somewhere else and everybody knows they're good sticks, whatever, they come down there and they want to be part of the whole thing. You know, I always wonder well, about that yeah. assimilation. Yeah, first and foremost, I think that I think it's fair to say if you want to become a guide down there, I think you should live down there. Yeah. yeah. Like full time. You know, yeah, not full-time. seasonal. Yeah. Yeah, not seasonal. I you know, I really think you should be a part of the community year round down there if you want to become a guide. But do I do I judge or do I feel bad for the guys that move down there and, and want to start a career down there? I don't know if I feel bad for them, but mm-hmm maybe judge them a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, that's fair. You have every right. And I feel like that's even here in Charleston. Yeah. That kind of stuff happens. Uh, So, hey, Nikki, I know you just got... Who knows? I mean, their passion just might be such an obsession for whatever, bonefish, permit, tarpon, that 
you know, they might not be married. They might not have kids. They might be 25 right. years old and that's all they know and care about. And, mm-hmm. you know, go good for you. Go yeah. do it. Yeah. It's always hard I to know, hate on somebody. Some great. Yeah. I know some great guys that have had a tremendous life in fishing, uh, yeah. you know, that are keys guys. Well, it's the guys that you, you'll never hate on a guy that does things the right way and for the right reason. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at. I think that translates to everybody. And you'll hate on them, you know, like we're talking about here in Charleston, some guy shows up. I've been wrong before, you know. I see a thousand dudes come through right. or guides, and then they flake out and whatever. But there's some that I came through, and then I'm like, yeah, he'll burn out in a year. And then now I look at him like, hey, man, he's doing his thing. And yeah. he, did it, he did it the right way, and he, he earned his way in, you know, whatever. Like, right. you know, I guess you just got to right. be willing to do it. So, Nikki, uh, yeah. I know you just got back recently from the keys uh how like what's kind of your schedule as far as being down there and how many how many shows do you guys try to record when you're down there and like how many are just in the queue waiting to be released right now we try to do some down there for the month of may Mm -hmm. um then i come back come back to colorado like early june but we try to get around 10 to 12 podcasts done gotcha the month of may you know when there's bad weather unfortunately or fortunately there was no bad weather this year, so <laughs> well, yeah. it was tough. It was yeah. tough to get podcasts. So we we only got six. Okay. Um, and do y'all try to release like six. one a month? Is that kind of your schedule? No, one every two weeks. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, they're they're pretty. Yeah, different. every every other Monday. So I think it's yeah, it's twenty six. 26 episodes a year. We are going to be interviewing the Lorelei bartenders here soon. <laughs> Actually, I want I that interview. That would probably we, be amazing. Could you get like the head bartender of the Lorelei and yes, just pick that dude's that brain? That would actually be amazing. I would love that interview. <laughs> oh, my God. You just got me so excited. <laughs> oh, dude. I can just smell the, I can just smell the cigarette smoke. We were just oh, talking yeah. about the Lorelei a minute ago, about town council and, you know, yeah. all that stuff, town hall or whatever it is in the corner over there and, yeah, it's a special place, man. What was the most fun you ever had with one of these conversations? That's a good one. With a podcast? Yeah. Like, like, what was one of the characters? Maybe you didn't know him that well, and you got to know him through the podcast, through the conversation. It was just really, really fun or surprised you. I'll tell you, this. we did a podcast with a guy by the name of Ian Slater this year. Mm, yeah. And, hockey uh, man. Hockey man, yeah. And I bought some... Some smelling stalts uh, that I've seen. Oh, on the I saw podcast. your dad do that, man. Dude, that's hilarious. We fucking, we opened up that bottle, and oh my, my dad. God. I thought my dad died. <laughs> so, was what so was the bad. deal? Ian sells them. What's what's the backstory on that? Sorry. What what's the backstory on how you got these smelling salts and why you had them? No, it's just like. It was just like, I don't know, I've seen it on Instagram and whatnot. It's okay. like viral. All the podcasts are doing it. So I'm like, I'm going to hop on the bandwagon and get uh, some and okay. see, see the seven-year-old little man take a hit. So I bought some. And it's like, I'd rather do it with Ian because Ian's done a bunch of them. He's a, he was a professional hockey player, right? So uh-huh. he's been he's had some experience with that. Okay. And I just thought it would be funny. And uh, that's, ama- that's amazing. Yeah, man. He, he kind of knew what we were getting into and. He took a wimpy, wussy little hit. And he, he, put that, he put that bottle like a foot away from his nose and wafted it. Uh, my dad and I, my dad put his schnoz right in that bottle. Oh, and man. Killed him. How yeah, was, uh, that was really funny. How was Carl Hyacin? Carl was great, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a great ride. He's one of the most 
naturally funny people I've ever met. I mean, just just the words that come out of his mouth. That's awesome. Um, he's just a, such a such a great guy. Very passionate about fishing. Really yeah. intelligent. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I I can't say enough great things about him. I'll tell you, my favorite, we were talking earlier about how small the community is and how incestuous uh, it can be at times, but, like, honestly, one of the favorite interviews that uh, I didn't see coming was Old Mexico Returns. Um, you know, I was a part of that whole Drake scene oh, board yeah. thing back in the day, and, you know, I, I've never met him in person, but I felt like I knew him. Like, I hang out with the Rummels. The only reason I know the Rummels is because of the Drake board. And I met Rob there, and, and Rob somehow has tolerated us. And now it's, they're like family. Every, we go down there for a week to hang out with us every night, and we have dinner, and we fish together. Um, but, like, that was, that was a really weird interview to listen to. Hey, he's a great guy and, and, and a very knowledgeable dude. But, like, to hear somebody from the Drake board, I don't know, man. No, it tripped me out. It was yeah, definitely yeah. It was weird. It was weird. Because you should just see their know- words. Did you know Mike Holiday was Mexico Returns? I did not. I mean, I knew he was a guide in Stewart. I knew he did like a lot of the near shore, offshore stuff. Like I kind of knew, uh, like a uh, ish who he was, but I didn't right. know him. Like I had no contact with him. Had no nothing like that, other than just our conversations on a stupid internet chat board. And you know, and he's like, and on there, he's probably one of the most witty, funny, just quick, like cut you off like because i'm 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 me i'm loud and say stupid shit and he would just come in and just like wipe my balls off occasionally and i just laugh <laughs> the whole time because he was i'm like i'm out of my league like i can't compete with this guy <laughs> you know yeah it's hard to hang with mike yeah. yeah he's a good dude yeah he's a good dude i had no idea about his drake board or that oh. book or anything it was all new to me so that was pretty funny that place was the wild west that's how i met paul i mean yeah. shit like uh a lot of everybody really? i know oh yeah yeah back in I, the day. Uh, paul, paul what was your uh, uh online well, screen name mother pucka yeah that was mother pucka yeah so <laughs> nice. this old boy did like a, a fly fishing film about the low country this was when i was still in atlanta which was awesome it's like circa it really good 2008 2009. yeah and they they were gonna play it in atlanta so he called me and it's like hey man we're coming to atlanta can we stay at your place it was you know it wasn't just stay at your place i asked like the a, cheapest hotel close to and the of course was. he's looking he's fishing he's looking for yeah you can stay at my place so we did that. <laughs> I don't remember it like and that. And this is like the the you know the the leftover of you having the mohawk with the false albacore. Oh painting. yeah, yeah. So this old boy showed up with a mohawk <laughs> to my house after I've just known him online. You know, it's so creepy. It's like a weird you know eBay sale where this guy's showing up and he's just like, this is who I, I got sold on this guy. <laughs> and so later on, we're hanging out with Ben Austin and we go to the Taco Cabana and order. 30 tacos for four or five people and we're just all hammered and just, <laughs> that's how mike benson and i got to know each other over taco well, cabanas and about 37 beers oh yeah at least so <laughs> so i got I, I got kind of a not really a question but more of an observation so i really love it when you basically play pranks on your dad because it reminds me a lot of my dad and i's relationship i used to basically just mess with him all the time and <laughs> If we had social media today, like my dad would probably be fifty percent of what I would put on there because it would just me being it would just be me playing pranks on him like all the time. So whenever I see that, it honestly brings out it brings back fond memories of just my dad and I. So I just love that you do that and just it's just messing with Andy and I love it because it just takes it, it takes me back, man. Old, you many old geezers have come up to me and said that to me. It's true though, man. That's like it's, their just keep doing thing. it. 
Like we even love if, it, man. Even if we didn't know your dad, and you know who your dad was, it doesn't matter. Like it's the best stuff ever. So please keep doing it because it takes me I'll, back. I'll, I'll tell you one of the best ones. I don't think you. I don't think you saw this. Maybe you did, but it was just a quick story. Years ago, we were in the Keys. We got hammered the night before. We wake up really late. <laughs> Everyone's hungover. My dad. I'm in the. I'm in the living room or something. We're running this house. My dad comes out of his bedroom with his tidy whities <laughs> and, and a shirt on, and he doesn't know I'm in the living room. And for some reason, I'm on my phone, so I just start filming. Yeah. And he walks straight <laughs> into the kitchen, walks straight into the kitchen, right? Opens up the drawer, and he grabs this fucking 12-inch long, like, pitchfork, like, steak <laughs> flipper, and he sticks it above his head and down his back into his shirt and starts scratching. (laughs) Starts scratching for like 30 seconds. Puts it back in the drawer. Pulls it out, puts it back in the drawer, shuts the drawer, and he goes back into his bedroom. It's like watching a wild animal. Dude, I was... I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was like seeing a fucking unicorn. I couldn't That's amazing. It. So, okay. <laughs> Next morning, like, all right, first off, wash that. Secondly, yeah, yeah. that's incredible. Right, I've been I've been saving the story. I wanted to share it with him. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it quick. Okay, yeah, make it. However, I can't remember. I think I was just out of the University of Georgia. This was probably you like, went to Georgia. Oh, I, He's a Georgia I'm a fan. big Georgia Bulldog. Okay, fan. okay. So I was probably I don't know 2005 something like that. I, it was I, I can't remember what year. So I was driving. I was making these epic drives from Atlanta down to the Keys to fish with Diego Ruiz. And oh, yes. Okay. Boy. Okay. So <laughs> one day, one, <laughs> one day I'm out there with Diego. We're fishing loggerhead, right? Oh, and boy. I look over and it's Andy Mill standing on the front of the boat, like near us. And I'm like, he's, he's got that cigar in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking Andy Mill. And he's like, and Diego starts going, dude, I see what you're looking at. Just pay attention to what we're doing. <laughs> like, Doug got starstruck. And Diego's like, what are you, a groupie? Pay it. And you remember, he, he had that he had that dolphin blast boat that wasn't supposed to be a dolphin. I mean, he had, like, rigged it out himself. And uh-huh. everything yep. on the deck was fucking slippery as hell. Right? Uh, oh, nice. Yep. Had no grit to it at all. And um, we're fishing. String of fish come in. I'm feeling good. I'm like. Dude, I'm, I'm next to Andy Mill. This is going to be fucking awesome. You're about to put a show <laughs> on. I'm going to put one in the air right in front of Andy. I fall. I slip and fall off the cast. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Onto my side. Yes. Oh Probably the worst fall I've ever taken on a flash boat. And the only thing I remember is looking up and seeing Andy, your dad, just shaking his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> he probably said... He probably said that's probably some dude from Georgia. Yeah, that's probably some <laughs> yeah. Georgia kid. Oh, that's really good, man. Oh, I, well, had, I had to tell you that one. How how long how long did that relationship last with you and Diego? Oh, five God. days. Uh, no, five no, days. actually about about uh, four years. I don't know where he is. I, I'd love to catch up with him. I'm not sure where he's been. Wow, you're pro- you're, you're you're probably his longest client. Yeah, man. for about four years, I would drive down there constantly <laughs> and see him. <laughs> Doug can take the heat. Yeah. <laughs> He can take I, that Deanie heat too. He likes you. he likes the abuse. Man, Nick, Nikki, I learned so much from that guy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, no, uh, he's I, I have uh I hate that guy dearly. <laughs> um, a lot of he people is, 
he's I think you know yeah. I think he's one of the best down there hands down yeah he's he's uh, a really know. talented fisherman and, yeah. and guide yeah that's a that's a hilarious memory <laughs> well hey man let's round this out with uh let's I'm just gonna just bring it back to you're in are you in Aspen right now I am well I mean yeah yeah so how do you spend your summers like do you, I mean do you fish a lot or you, what do you do kind of <clears throat> to spend your day down so there I, yeah, man. So I, I actually guide. I hate to say that. Oh, I'm okay, guide, that's right. No, I, yeah. yeah. Well, but uh, I'm in guide in parentheses because what we're doing is not really fucking guiding, to be honest with you. But I'm a, I'm a guide till like early October, so cool. June to early October, and then um, the podcast hold me over, and um, that's kind of my gig right now. I got I got a little bit elk hunting in the in the fall yeah, as well. Yeah, I, I was about to say, have you drawn your tag? Because Montana sent me a little letter today in the mail, and I got my tag. You did? Woo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got ago. my Montana tag too. That's odd, man. I love seeing it. I didn't I didn't get it last year, which is a bummer. And really? I didn't get a I didn't get a deer in Colorado this mm, year. That's tough. So. Just come to South Carolina for like 50 bucks. You can kill eight deer. <laughs> like, they don't give a fuck. In fact, take it's more. You can buy extra same, tags but... if you want. They're it's like fun. pet deer down here. Oh, my God. They're not pet deer. They're hard to kill. The coastal They're deer are hard, hard to kill with very a bow. Hard. It's not easy. But you get eight tags, so you can kill a lot of them if you're real good. <laughs> I got my I got my keys deer tag this year. <laughs> I just pull up and grab that thing and rope it. <laughs> I had to. I had to stop. We we went to the uh, to the no name pub one year, and I was down there on a family vacation, and my niece and nephew place, were yeah. just wild animals. They're out, out there by the trash. They were out there feeding yeah. the damn deer pizza. <laughs> my niece, I was like, "Don't feed the deer pizza." My mom. My mom's like, "Why not? They're just kids." I'm like, "They're gonna kill the deer." <laughs> That's where I set my stand up. Yeah, uh, dude, those things are awful. Gordy, uh, Gordy, Gordy Hill one day was going out fishing in the. 70s, and you saw a crocodile eat a keys deer. Oh my god, I would love to see that. <laughs> oh my lord, yeah, man. I don't know oh. that. Nature's metal. Well, you guys got any more questions? We'll 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 let on Nikki go. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, that 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 was awesome, man. It was good to talk to you, dude. Yeah, man. I want to meet you guys in person one day. Hey, we'll come here anytime, bud. Come here anytime and fish with us. We have small right. children. We can't run far, so we're here. Yeah, <laughs> I just have a Labrador, so I'm, I'm good. <laughs> All right, yeah. man, if I come to Charleston, I'll be knocking on your door. Yeah, dude, you thanks it, for man. the time, but I appreciate you uh, letting uh, us bug you for a little bit, and uh, we'll talk soon. Of course, Paul. Thanks so much, man. See you guys. See you, Nikki Mill, everyone. All right, Nikki. most embarrassing things I ever did. I didn't. I've never oh, heard man. that story, oh, and it, it makes it me so happy to that you took a nosedive. Yeah, his dad just looking at me going like this. I would have just rolled off the side of the boat into the water. I, I mean, just I ended it. I couldn't catch my breath for like like three minutes. I was, I was so Diego was just like, man, just lay there. For I a will say, um, this year was the sketchiest on the bow. Of my yeah. like because I I designed my own pl- casting platform, and it got built the way I told him to build it. Yeah. But it wasn't right, and right. and the legs need it needs to be adjusted. That is the tallest tippy. I mean, boy, you better stay centered. Like, I mean, Man. it was some Mr. Miyagi shit up there because yeah. if you got off balance, you's going. Ocean's <laughs> eye, you're yeah. doing it. Yeah, you're like whoa. Tucker didn't even. Tucker started doing it, and then he almost ate it about four times. So he just started standing in front of it. He's I like, can't believe I didn't break it. I'm not. It was amazing. It was uh, crazy. Yeah, I don't mind. That was fun. Nicky seemed like a nice guy, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I never met him in person. I never met his daddy either. I've been around. 
Andy at like shows yeah. and shit, but he's doing his Andy Mill mm-hmm. thing. And it is funny though when he messes with his dad. Like <laughs> it's yeah. so y'all definitely need yeah. to make sure you follow him on Instagram and it's messing with Andy. It's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Paul, y'all y'all talk about yourself. I gotta what deal with something. No, this is great, man. I, that right, that was right. awesome. I um So you're going to, are you gonna hunt the same spot you hunt usually yeah, in Montana? Yeah, same family uh, in Cascade and um uh, pumped about it. Uh, I still be four years in a row, maybe five. Um, one of these years, four, I'm gonna. Four years. One of these years, I'm gonna strap some cash and I'm gonna do it. Because the thing is, like, I mm-hmm. I've very much always been the do-it-yourself guy, but that's not a thing I want to try to do myself. So, that's a really intimidating thing to try to do yourself. Yeah, I mean, and like, if you had the time yeah. to dedicate and a few also years a to dangerous it, dangerous thing. To do yeah, no shit. Right? Yeah, and it's, yeah. So but, my deal is like, if I'm gonna do it, I have to do it right. And yeah. let's be real, Doug, it's not cheap to do it right. So nope. But gonna, but you know we're adults now. You'll start you paying for the hard, right stuff. Yeah. I will say this: I pay less than most people. You know, I know. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of yeah. you got a good you, do, you do got a situation. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not saying I would like I, but I got a ballpark figure of what it would take for me to well, really do it. There's and, a lot of those ranches out there, like the guys I, I mean, they're working. It's a working cattle ranch. Yeah, yeah. and so they do 12 hunts, all archery a year. That's it. Yeah, and they basically do it for them. It's a vacation. Oh yeah, they get a break from yeah. ranch work. Yeah. yeah, they get a break from ranch work, and uh, they will hike your ass off. Yeah, fifty-two miles, five days. I'm into it's that. Nothing. I'm into and, it. And yeah, and it's but it's it's awesome, man. Rewards are big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd like to do it one of these days, Doug. One of these yeah, days I'll do it. For now, I'll just settle for tarpon fishing. <laughs> I spent all my money building a boat for it. I might as well do it, right? Boat for it, and you yeah, built for one it. hell. I will of a say, boat. I went on the boat yesterday. Yeah, morning. Paul got a ride. Did on you the really? Boat. Yeah. yeah. So we went out deep holing for shrimp, and uh, I was not good at that. I do not know how to throw a To be fair, the more I thought about it, the more of an idiot we were trying to even pull it off. Like, (laughs) we were doing mid-tide on a big tide. Oh, that's tough. With a southwest wind. So, like, not only was Paul trying to keep the boat where I wanted him to keep it, but then I'm trying to put the net in a place where it can drift down to the shrimp. That's almost impossible. Yeah, exactly. It was dumb. I caught two. (laughs) <laughs> but it was two, two, two shrimp. Two, it was two fun. Shrimp. It was they fun trying though. Yeah, Did you have any fun. leaners? Man, his <laughs> no, they're leaners. Lookers. He's a looker, not a leaner. Looker, not a leaner. I like so the lookers. That boat of his though eats a fucking wave though, man. Oh it's hell just... yeah, it does. <laughs> it, that, those old bonefishers, man. They're yeah. amazing. They just eat it up, man. They're dry. It was like fun to finally yeah. be in that boat. You sacrifice some shit for that, but you do. By God. You ain't gonna get it's a perfect jacks and tarpon and you know big tide redfish. Well, and the thing is, like even you know big tide redfish, you can pull it around. But like, you know, I spent my whole those years I made the video and Mm -hmm. all those years we had pulling skiffs, but we got out and walked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I caught my best day on a on a flood tide ever with one one tide. Mm-hmm. I put eleven redfish on my on my fly rod in That's one amazing. tide, and my buddy that was with me caught six or seven. That's awesome. And we were fishing out of a twenty three foot Kenner center console. Wow! Hopping out and waiting. Yeah. Wow. Me and Ben Floyd. Yeah. And we were hopping yeah. out on our spots yeah. and walking around. And I put eleven fish to hand <laughs> in one tide walking. That's so I'm awesome. like, why? Yeah. Did, like, what point did I become such a bougie idiot that like I felt like I have to be able to pull through this? I mean, shit? I look at you though, and I think bougie. Yeah, you do. And so, <laughs> but now, so like now, my thing is, I'm just honestly, that thing is gonna be my mothership. If it's not a big enough tide to pull, <laughs> I shit, got no problem getting I'll get out. out and walk. There's a man I know named Alex Horton. He loves getting in that water. Yeah, it's nice, man. And I, I used to hop out barefoot. I mean, it's not comfortable, but you can. I like. Walk I do barefoot. 20, Thirty feet and get to them. Yeah. Know? Well, I do it on the paddleboard. And I, you're I, a paddleboard I, man I now. I love it. You I want to tell love, the people about your paddleboarding? Well, 
yeah, so <laughs> I ended up. I got on it. I did not feel safe on it, but it worked out. I moved to a new house in downtown Charleston, around the Ashley River, and it's uh, it's fantastic. I've got this incredible flat right out back, and so I went and got myself a nice paddleboard. You gotta get one of them ones that Germs got that live. Oh, that those things look amazing. I can my big old non-coordinated ass. Well, it's, it's not stable as crap, man. It's, it's not like, hard. I, when I you mean, start fighting it, so yeah, at first I was like fighting. fighting it, yeah. overcorrecting anything. Yeah. I feel like any time you overcorrect something, you're mm. fucking up. Like with your boat the other morning, sure. With the paddleboard, mm. once you just finally keep your legs still, yeah, everything you just is fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can jump on that thing and scoot out to a flat, and I get out there, I, I jump off it. And I mean, literally, I, it's nothing to catch. I mean, he's got tailing fish. fish in his backyard. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's the old really nasty cool. Ashley. She and you don't need. Oh, it is nasty. Well, you don't need that. <laughs> you don't need the big seven, six, seven. You just need like a six point no, zero. Yeah. So, and I can fish these little flats that honestly we couldn't see from the river. Yeah. And, well, you get and a boat. you get a hydraulic effect. So, like, the further up the Ashley you get, yeah, the it, it's like the Wando. It it's gets like the amplified. Bathtub, the yeah, bathtub, but it's bathtub, not far yeah. from where he is. Where you need a six seven. It's yeah. like around a river bend, and you need well, it's the real big high one. ground. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Could, the smallest tide I've caught fish on is a five nine. Yeah. Well, right now it was wet when I came across, yeah. and it's only a five oh, it, something. It's but big it's pushing, right now. Yeah, it's pushing it's, inshore yeah, though. Yeah. That that wind's coming yeah. off the beach, so for sure. Yeah. Well, should we round this thing out? I got another scoop ad, and then we'll come back. We'll come back and round this thing off. We got queso sitting out back. We might even have another know. section before quesos. I don't know what queso's doing back there, but he's got <laughs> a whole—I don't know, man. His right. trailer's looking weird in the back. Here's another scoop ad for some queso stuff. Actually. Oh, is it queso stuff? All right, yeah. cool. You ready? Let's see, ladies and gentlemen, do you crave the taste of nostalgia? Well, look no further. Introducing Richard Queso's Nana's Old Time Made in the South assortment. Now picture this, you're sitting on a porch swinging, enjoying the sweet southern breeze and dipping into a world of flavor that takes you back to the good old days. Richard Queso's Nana's Old Time Made in the South assortment has got it all. First up, we have Richard Queso's mouth-watering fish dips made from the freshest catch. These dips will transport you straight to the shores of the south. But wait, there's more. Our assortment also includes a delightful selection of jams and jellies. Spread it on your toast, biscuits, or even right off the spoon like Richard likes. These sweet treats are besting with homemade goodness. And here's the best part. We're offering this amazing assortment at an unbelievable price, but you have to act fast. We're on a countdown, folks. Richard Queso owes the bank some money. With only 23 days left to get your hands on this treasure trove of southern flavors. So don't miss out on Richard Case's Nana's Old Time Made in the South assortment. It's the taste of yesteryear delivered right to your doorstep. Call now at 1-800-TASTE-SOUTH. Get on the phone now. That's 1-800-TASTE-SOUTH. Operators are standing by, ready to take your order. Get your southern fix today because in just 23 days, this incredible deal will be gone. Richard Queso's Nana's Old Time Made in the South assortment. These flavors you love, the memories you cherish. Don't delay orders now. Disclaimer. Supplies are limited. Offer valid for the next 23 days or while ship supplies last. Shipping and handling fees apply. Must be 18 years or older. And be willing to take a phone call from Richard Queso asking directly for cash.
video is going to be a little bit different. Hey, I'm Ben. I'm a huge fly fisherman and I've put out a video about fly fishing on YouTube every week for four and a half years. That's a pretty good streak and I had a feeling it would come to an end someday and today is that day. I'm not gonna stop making videos, I just don't have one for you today. And that's alright. I've been very busy fishing and making videos and being a dad and a husband and lots of other things. I just got caught and I don't have a video for you today. But I need to feed the algorithm, so here we are. You're listening to me talk. So I thought I'd take this opportunity and say thank you. Thank you for watching my videos. Thank you for hitting like and subscribe. Thank you for becoming a member at my website and buying my merch. Thank you for just being a part of the huge universe. You might not even know it, but you are a part of my life. And I appreciate it and I wanted to say thank you. So that's it. I just wanted to keep this short, say thank you, and put something out there. I will be back next week with a pretty killer bass fishing video for you. Until then, I hope you get the chance to get out and go fishing and stay huge. Back to you guys. Thanks, Ben. Ah, there's old huge fly fisherman. Our friend Ben. He's huge. I thought it would be even funnier that the video we put up wasn't even really a video. <laughs> Well, you know, and you know, it's fun. Is like we were kind of talking about uh, with with uh, Nikki about their podcast, and you know, I don't know most of the guys on the podcast, but there we were talking about one particular that I didn't know, Mike, and um, well, I didn't know, but like I thought I knew, but Ben is somebody I actually know. So I spend a lot of time at home being Mister Mom with the baby, and you know, she runs around doing shit, and to be able to turn on YouTube on my TV and click on old huge fly fisherman or, or go to his website actually because I'm a yeah. member over there and, and 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 his new videos pop out. Ben is a I consider him a friend of mine and to be able to have that dude in your living room just on call yeah. like uh, on the, the touch of a button it's a pretty cool world we live in where you know that's I've the gone thing through that quite happens. a few wormholes with huge fly fishermen. Yeah, I mean and it's like and cuz and it's it, I I'm sure a lot of people love it but when you know the guy and you fished with a guy and you've been around like it just it's weird. It's like it's like having Paul in the living room on yeah. demand. Like it just is cool. a little Paul in my life. Because like, he's got a lot of videos, a lot of videos. If you, uh, I mean, I mean, if you get on there, you can get oh. to the point where you can't find the end to it. He's he, got he's it was, he's been attacking this for like four years, probably five yeah. years. Oh yeah, he said four in the video. We just oh, okay. listened to. Well, there you go. It must have been some <laughs> four and a half. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, can we talk about wormholes? Can we talk about wormholes? Yes. Not actual wormholes, but YouTube, YouTube wormholes. YouTube wormholes, yeah. yeah. Like, I, we got to fill some segments Yeah, here, yeah, I'm right? trying to think of one I've been in while you're talking. Yeah, so the one, one I've been in since I've... So I've been redoing this boat for three years. And of course, these projects that have come along, I knew some things about some things. But there's a lot of shit I just didn't know that much about. And we live in the 21st century, so I could YouTube people who have done it before. And you just, so it's amazing. Like, these people show you stuff like, shit, I never would have thought to do that. And it saves you so much time and money, you know. So I got into watching boat restoration videos. Oh, it's never and ending. That probably. led down into a rabbit hole to where now I don't sail. I've never sailed. I understand the concept of sailing. I have no interest in sailing. However, I am subscribed to like six channels that are just uh -huh. people rebuilding sailboats. I'm the same way with van builds. It's mesmerizing to see these people, the amount of work they do and the skill set they have and well, like the very best foul weather gear. 
Oh, ever oh, it's sailing. <laughs> it's sailing. You should never buy fly fishing foul weather gear. You go to the sailing the racing guy. sailboat. Yes. Find out what the racing guys in the America's Cup are wearing. Zyke. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's what I was looking for. My mind Zyke, yeah. yeah. Our buddy Trey used to rep those guys. Oh, yeah. I had God. I had a Zyke jacket. It was the greatest jacket. Dude, I, I could wrong. stand in the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. For two days yeah, and just like matter. tell jokes, but yeah, so like I'm so now that's like my my wormhole, like and I watch people work on boats twenty four seven. That's all. If I have ten yeah. minutes myself to watch something, mm-hmm. it's not gonna be the latest episode of whatever the TV show is. It's gonna be some dude doing fiberglass. Fiberglass yeah. work is the most cathartic thing to watch ever. Oh. I mean, it makes me so. I to do it, I like doing it, but it's a, it's messy, it's itchy, it's it's bitch. But to watch somebody do it, it's like oh my god, man. I I don't know if I'm like autistic or something, but I really like. Watching Mike, people. <laughs> Mike just went six to midnight. Like, I'd rather get oh, in a fight at the Royal I love watching with a butter knife. Than do fiberglass work. Or watch it. I love watching some fiberglass How work. How much oh, niche oh. shit do you think is on YouTube, though? So I've got every channel of van builds. Yeah, yeah. I've got every channel of guitar builds. Yeah, of course. What's my next What's my next I, thing? I don't know. <laughs> you guys are officially middle-aged. Dude, yes. that, shit, that shit is so good. We're you're older than me. Oh, I'm way old, dude. I watched three <laughs> World War II documentaries last week. <laughs> I was listening to George Carlin's Supernova in the East on the oh, way here. Amazing! It's the fourth time I've listened Carlin's to this series. Amazing. By the way, Carlin is my—he's yeah. my spirit. World animal. War II in color. Now I can get in that wormhole. Dude, all I, saw, I saw. I saw. I cried a little bit. I saw a tweet or a meme the other day that said, "When you turn forty, you have two choices: you either get into <laughs> real deep into World War II history." <laughs> Or you get into smoking meat. And I was like, God damn it. I done checked off both boxes. And I'm not even 40 yet. Dude, it's so true. Yeah. I mean, what's funny is I've been a World War II like, fanatic ever since I was yeah. a kid. And it's just, yeah. I mean, I'm a, the fact I'm a, that you can see it in color, it's like a whole new war now. I'm a history fanatic. Like, this is, You like, are. You've always been. Real, I love that shit. But, I mean, like, Carlin is the king. The, he is the, the other king. morning, I swear to God, I came downstairs and Becca was looking at me weird. And I was like, Becca, what's wrong? She's like, I'm just worried about you. And she, I was, she was like, you watched three World War II documentaries. Your biggest fight right now is with the neighborhood raccoon. <laughs> and you're drinking Metamucil. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny though. Let's let's put, let's put this in perspective. Yeah. Back in the nineties, if you didn't have YouTube and you yeah. didn't have all these things, you'd be buying Ferraris. That's true. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And now at least you don't have a convertible Miata in the parking of the driveway. Yeah, yeah. You'd be you'd be buying Ferraris and have twenty three year old blonde like mistresses. Yeah. But now we have YouTube and and we have we have. Trash pandas. It's Dude. like it saves our lives. Yeah, I watch people do fiberglass work and listen to the, the horrors of the Pacific Theater of World War II on and Audible. You, and you smoke meats on the weekends. And smoke meat on the weekends. Uh, what well, would we do without Traegers and oh, pellet, pellet I know, smokers? I know. It, Dude, was, it was inevitable. The, Did you ever end up getting the egg or whatever? No, I'm going to. I'm Come on. So, it's just so money. tough, I'm man. Dude, the, like, the other night, my wife, I didn't realize this. I had never smoked jalapeno poppers for my wife. And so I was at the grocery store and I was making a, so I was making some Mexican dish and but the I, it was one of those things you, you're going through the, the aisle at the grocery store the produce and the jalapenos were prime I mean they were big and like mm-hmm. good and fresh you know they just got in and they were massive they were huge and I was like oh shit and I knew what I had to do so you I grabbed a bunch it. of them <laughs> yeah. and I went home and I grabbed a pound of bacon yeah, and I went, you had I went to home and, and I pulled the smoker cheese, out yeah, Joanne comes home. 
Yeah, Joanne comes home. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I, I want to get know. a whole mess of them right now." I was like, "I'm gonna make dinner," but I was like, "Mess." I was like, I'm, "It only it only takes like two hours no, to smoke them real good." So, so I was like, "So I was like, I was like, I'm gonna do some jalapeno poppers." She goes, "What?" I was like, "Don't worry about it." And like, I gave her one, you know, with dinner or whatever, like appetizer for dinner. And so I hand her one, and she cuts it. She goes. Oh my God! Because we had talked about sharing it. I with friends. It. I like, get. It. I was like, we'll give. Them, I'll take them to work with me and give away the rest of them or whatever. Well, you took the yeah. seeds out, didn't you? Oh yeah, I scooped them out. They weren't hot, and and mm. so like I was like, I'll take the leftovers <laughs> and I'll take them to work, give them to the girls at work because it's going into the weekend. And she ate like she looked like two bad. She goes, Oh my God! She goes, You're not giving anybody any of this. <laughs> <laughs> They're Wait, so good. Are you the one that showed me how to do it? So, so somebody showed me with cream cheese, mix it with the shredded cheddar, cheddar cheese. Yeah. That's it. And Splay that you, in there. Yeah, and you wrap you, it in bacon. Wrap it in bacon. Smoke it two fifty for two hours. Call it a fucking day. I think you showed me how to do that. It ain't hard. Maybe. I mean, oh, I, I, I sprinkled mine with the uh, meat church. They are not our sponsor, but I just want to give them a shout out because I they ain't might bought, be soon. They might be I soon. Ain't, I ain't done meat shit church. from them. The, the holy uh, the holy gospel rub is great, but the one I've been on now is the holy voodoo. It's a Cajun Hallelujah. sweet rub. Preach it, brother. And I sprinkled them things down with that so they got caramelized with the little Cajun brown sugar on the outside. Hallelujah. Oh. Now, what, yeah. I might, what I might do next <laughs> what I might do next is get us in with the, the Bear Holman's W sauce. Oh, it's yeah. good. I've been, uh, somebody's, some, uh, yeah. One of the guys I fished with down uh, this year, we invited two new guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. We saw that. So we had two new guys, and, and – um, one of them was like, we were cooking up a storm. Of course, mm. we always do. And he's like, you boys don't fuck around. <laughs> so, like, uh, Tucker, of course, had done, like, his steaks. He, he, he has a kit where he can age them, dry age steaks at his house. Oh, my God. He dry aged them for, like, 30 or 40 days or something. And then I brought them down and, like, grilled them. So, anyway, he's like, so he sent Tucker something mm. or another. But he sent me a bottle of uh, W Meat. sauce. And I haven't got it's to good. use it yet. It's I good. haven't used it on anything so yet. So, I've but. got the, the, the standard is kind of a, a, a flavored beefed up Worcestershire. And then there's, like, a, a pepper one, too, that has kind of like a. This is Bear's company? Yeah, he started. No. He and his Damn. buddy started. It's really fucking is good. Is Travis involved? No. Well, Travis, Travis is, is not with us anymore, bro. Oh. Cormac McCarthy's not either. That's you want to let's address that, dude. I'm, so I'm that really, really upset. Yeah, I'm 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 really shocked. So yeah, right in the middle of one of our breaks here, the man who taught me to love literature, Cormac McCarthy. Isn't that the man and the boy? No, no that's, that's he Blood Meridian. Right. Right. Uh, Blood Meridian. Blood Meridian. All, okay, all now. the Pretty Horses. Yeah. I never could trilogy. Uh, he rest wrote, in peace, uh, brother. But I cannot get through Blood Meridian. Uh, like I've tried. No Country times. for Old Men. Yeah. Was that uh, last? Yeah. I mean, next I, know, like, I read the book and it was good, but the last scene, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, and that last scene well, sitting at the table. That, that's the like, Coen Brothers doing that. Yeah, so but like, they, yeah, they it wasn't. Yeah, but like, it, it kind of yeah. brought. It gave the vibes of that whole book, like yeah. just him sitting there staring off in space, talking about losing his daddy in a snowstorm, like next to Larry McMurtry. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. We don't all know everything, Doug. <laughs> yeah, no, we can't all know all. The we're things. here to we're here to inform and educate. Yeah, that's okay. all right. Yeah. But yes, yeah. Uh, so, so we, yeah, Cormac. Where do we go from? <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of people would say Cormac. Yeah, uh, Cormac McCarthy. Cormac. That's a, yeah, but I mean, how old was he? Probably been eighty-nine. He won. Hey, Mike. He won. He won. I, I had no idea. I just got a text from your cousin. God no, not Vanderhorst. Not Calhoun. Dude, is he he's, here? He's here. He's not. Shut up. He's not going to win. I guess he saw oh our trucks. God, well, you had to move to some bougie ass office where oh, let me go Calhoun's going to be around. Oh my god! Next to a hipster Dude, bar from Asheville, the whale. Hey, Calhoun. Hey, bud. 
check my mic. What's up? Hello, gents. Gents, gents, how are we doing? Hey, You've oh, lost some fine. weight. Are you doing Ozempic? Yes, uh, it's not the the Ozempic per se, but uh, uh, a friend of a friend. You know how these things yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, in your world, of course, there's all kinds of shady underhanded. Well, you deals. look uh, good, man. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah. You like the studio? Yeah. It, it, it's uh, eclectic. I believe is the word <laughs> one might use okay. to describe the piles of fine art or lack thereof. So were you at the whale down the road and saw our cars? Oh, heavens no. No. Uh, This is just a shortcut uh, to the jet waiting for me on the tarmac. And a friend of mine uh, Mm. does have an interest in your fine office establishment here. Yes. Oh, to buy it? Do you own the whole building, Paul, or is it just you? Just this one room. It's just some buddies of ours, actually. That's that's handy that you bought your own studio. Yeah, you got some friends that own it. Yeah, yeah, they've done all this. The refinery over here across the street. Yeah, we're hard by the refinery here in Charleston. Yeah, hard up. I see. Okay. No, not hard. Anyway, so (laughs) what do you do? It's actually one of our sponsors, Flyway. Yes, it is. Yeah. Sure. Interesting. Absolutely. Soon to be a sponsor. Uh, no, I'm, I'm on my way to... You wanted the, the Keys down at Alamarado for the tournaments? You got the Gold Cup coming oh. up. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, I don't... You usually fish the Gold Cup. I, not any longer. See, uh, I know this is hard to comprehend as though the, the prestige is placed upon the Gold Cup. However, uh, those of us who truly tarp and fish... Uh, see, the Gold Cup is more of a okay. farm league, if you will. The oh. Triple Crown, as it were, is more of a uh, participation trophy. Oh, uh, really? Okay, okay. For those of us who chase the true giants, I'm following in the great footsteps of the Southern gentleman himself, of course, Mr. Billy Pate. Okay. Uh, in Gabon, and we chase true giants. Where is that? True, uh, it's on the the dark, oh. uh, forbidden coast of the motherland. Uh, Puerto Rico, Africa. Africa. So do you see them on flats, like coming from like a mile away, just no, in meat wads? No. I prefer not to have the ease of knowing the tarpon is in the area. One must assume the tarpon is in the area, will the tarpon into the area, and then feed the tarpon. So sinking Metaphorically, lines. Just, just spiritually, and then, no. That sounds Stay like with fun. me. Metaphorically, spiritually, and then physically. One must attain the physical connection through the metaphysical connection. But you have a lot of stingrays. Okay. No, we do not, Paul no. or Doug or whoever. No, that's Doug. That I'm terrible. <laughs> no, I, know. I get you confused. No, we've met. We, we, we need name it's, tags. It's been it's, like... But it's it's should you ever find it's, yourself it's in confusing. Gabon, which I highly It's doubt. probably been a year uh, since it is. Seen it. it is quite the yeah. spiritual connection. Do you, well, have, do you, have t- you take a lot of shots, immunizations to go over there? Well, to be fair, uh, as a child on safari, I was bitten by many tsetse flies. Uh, the doctors tell me I have uh, acqu- acquired uh, natural immunization. So, uh, as it were, despite my uh, less than tan complexion, uh, I'm quite African inside. Yes, yes. I have so, uh, been exposed to many of the viruses. Yeah. Yes. Uh, one can only been bit so many times without uh, encountering the I get dreaded yeah. uh, African diseases. Yes, yeah. So I think the last time we had you on, we had a friend Jay Johnson that would just recently got back from New Guinea. Yes, you said you were yes, from Old yes. Guinea. You would just take your trip to Old, Old Guinea. Old Guinea. Yes. Have you yes. Fit- <laughs> Beautiful place. Beautiful place. <laughs> Have you been back to Old Guinea recently? No, no. There was nothing there for me, Paul, to be fair. Uh, so it's old news for you. It's once once seen is 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 never again in my book. Uh, 
I'm, I'm on a mission, as it were, in my <laughs> Gee, life to see, to see all the old places. Are you quite all right there, Doug? Actually, that's Paul. Oh, is that Paul? That's Paul. <laughs> see, this is why I can't get this straight. No, it's okay. Yeah. So, okay, so you're not going to Isla Mirada. We're on the, are you going straight to Gabon? Gabon? Gabon. Yes. Gabon. 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 So are you yes. going there right now? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the uh, okay. Johns Island Private Airport, of course, is, uh, the, the jet is waiting as, okay. as such. Uh, however, I came by once again. Uh, you, you always, you get, you always get Lewis to go. Are you going to get Lewis to go? Oh, of course. That's yeah. why you're over John here. Lewis, okay. John Lewis. Yeah, oh, you guys are buddies? You know oh, John, yeah. right? uh, Of course, yeah. of course. He makes, he makes uh, palatable uh, <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> One must one must make dues with what one has at hand, of course. Sure. Uh, this Are is you a travelers. rib guy or a brisket guy? Uh, personally, <laughs> <laughs> personally, uh, I like the uh, the rib meat, but only the top portion where it meets the spine. That is the most tender section. <laughs> so, Calhoun. Yes. Let's yes. get back to fishing. Yes. I'm uh, sorry. sorry. I get excited no, about I my know. meats. I, I got a little roused. So when I was in the Keys fishing mm. the ocean side, yes, yes, I caught like quite caught, the warm up session. I caught, yes. I caught seven fish all over 100 pounds. You think that's pretty awesome? Yeah. High five. It sounds high five. Oh, I've just no? washed my hands, Paul. <laughs> okay. It sounds it sounds like quite the morning in the uh, in the kiddie pool, as it were. Yes, it does oh, sound. Wow. It sounds. Like you had oceanside seven fish in yeah, the morning. Well, you know that that would be exceptional for some, for sure. For, oh for sure, wow! For sure. Okay. What Once do you think again? of the worm hatch? Have you ever seen one? Yeah. One. Have I seen one? Yes, I've seen the worm hatch. The worm hatch. One has. I've uh, I've bathed amongst the worms <laughs> on the full moon on an outgoing tide. Okay. You, so you didn't have a rod. You, you've just done it so many times. You'd rather just swim with them. I wanted to understand why the tarpon would be there, as it were. So the only way to understand was to be in the water as one of them. Calhoun, I'm the getting worms. a text from your driver saying, send Calhoun out. I'm certain he's okay. getting antsy. Oh, it's okay. hard to get people. Well, we didn't even get Nobody into wants the th- to work these days, I swear. We didn't even get into like the real thick, just it's fine, real, the real questions. I'm yeah. certain Michael will need a loan. At some Doug, you got any questions before he leaves? <laughs> Sorry, I've just okay. choked. Well, well good, good luck in the dark, deep waters of Gabon. Farewell, yeah. friends. Jet fuel waits for no man. I shall see myself yeah. out. All right. Okay. Fair, All right. Fairly well. Fairly well. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I was unprofessional. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, he's, he's an asshole, right? No, he's, he's, he's not like he's trying. I don't, he's not. It's hard to call him an asshole because he's not trying to be an asshole. No, he just is one. Y'all lost me on the... <laughs> By definition, he is, but he's not trying to be one. No, no, I mean, not. you lost me on the OG, the old guinea. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear the old guinea? Were you not around when Jay... You were there. Fairly was certain you were at the table. He well, got I tacos. Rum was there, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rum probably was there, too. I mean, y'all might, y'all might hate Calhoun, but I love Calhoun. <laughs> He's Some, such a one-upper. Yeah. I hope I wasn't rude. No, he, he wouldn't he, know. He gave me the side <laughs> out when he was leaving. Look, he man, would not know that does, rude. Does, does the orchid okay. man know that the, the roaches are being rude to him? Because that's, that's how that's how Calhoun <laughs> sees you, to be fair. He and really, me. I'm not putting you in. Really like, right. I'm a roach, too. Don't worry. <clears throat> oh, right. oh, oh, guinea. I got... Uh, <laughs> 
I get another ad to go out on. Well, we'll we, come back. Are we going to do, do uh, case Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a whole other segment. We'll do one last segment. Is that good? Is that We can yeah. do whatever we yeah. want, Paul. Yeah. It's our show. It's, it is our show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. We still got like three beers and some <laughs> we'll rum say, left. We're good. I got to HBO last night, and I was like, I'm just going to find something new on HBO. Have y'all seen or heard the podcast that Jason Bateman is yes. in called Smartless? Smartless? I have you watched the video no, yet? But that no, guy but is me and me and Joanne listen to the we listen Incredible. to the podcast all the time, and it's watch it's the show. The I Joanne's been watching it, so I've caught clips of it. It's just, all black and I've white. I only watched on. the first episode. Yeah, I need to watch more of it. Yeah. But like the show, the actual podcast is. I mean, well, what's funny? I've not listened. You've got to any three of the Hollywood yet. level writers like talking yeah. to each other, and like, I have not listened not to the podcast. I've only watched the episode one of the HBO one, but it reminds me. Of if us? we were to get in a private plane, <laughs> yeah. have you watched any of this, Doug? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, but yeah. I think he's an absolute genius. Well, do you have HBO app or whatever? Um, yeah. Max, whatever they call HBO. it. That's Max. Huh? Watch it tonight. Smart. Paul, it's 2023. Well, he, I don't know if he has it. I have it. I just Smart. told you my wife's watching. Smartless. Okay. Look it up. Is it a podcast? Or well, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a video it. behind the scenes of them going on a tour doing so their podcast. So it is a podcast, but awesome. they made their own video. Amazing. It's yeah. awesome. Jason Bateman is so and Will what's his name Will Funny Man I don't know uh, Will Ferrell he's the guy, no he's no. the guy from uh, Will, Will Arnett Will yes. Arnett yeah he's yeah. one of the funniest people I've ever seen but they don't they're always in character like they're just like they're, they're, but they're not even characters they're bad ever, that's them did you, did you yeah. ever hear his his story about going to rehab for Rose no <laughs> hilarious. Dude, that so he's an alcoholic. Oh, on rosé, dude, and it's the hardest. When life. you're driving around, <laughs> it was just rosé. <laughs> when you're driving around, just listen to Smartless podcast. That one's good. But then, yeah, you watch the show if you're home. But like, like I can't wait to get home. The podcast is hilarious, and it's all they interview. Like the whole theme of the thing is like they bring on a mystery guest, and the mystery guest is always some high-powered yeah. Hollywood person, kind of like yeah. what we do. But each so like if, if if each week you said it's your week, Doug, yeah, and you came in like I brought somebody. And then fucking Tom Cruise walked in and sat down. And then next week you you had yeah. Martin Scorsese and say Gates. Scorsese. Scorsese. Or and you were saying, but like that's how it is. So every week somebody's responsible for acquiring the guest, but none yeah. of the other people know who the guest that's is. So awesome. you can't prep your question. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the closest I would get to Steven Spielberg. Would be some guy from behind the Circle K named Steven Spielberg. So. So I was watching this last night. I got eight minutes in. I was like, Sarah would like this. I was like, Sarah, you got to come out and watch this. And I oversold it. I think she kind of liked it. But just like, the first ten minutes watching? is just like, these guys, they're not even trying to be funny. I, I think you have right. to understand the, the con- like, personally, me and my wife had listened to the podcast to a lot. This, yeah. And so like when I saw my wife watching it, and she, I was like, oh, shit, I would really like to see this. But yeah. she's been watching it without me. So I'm yeah. going to have to do it on my own. And, I don't have that much time for TV, so sure. we'll see. I sure. owe like and this isn't even I owe three podcast. different shops, like forty different, forty right. dozen flies right. right now. So there's not a lot of TV mm. watching that goes on. <laughs> podcast <laughs> listening. We should have told your cousin. He's about to fly to go yeah. on. He could have got me some help. <laughs> he could have got me some help. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 turn off the uh, oh, turtle box. The We're oh, turning yeah. off the turtle box audio ambient oh, audio. I'm gonna ambient. miss the turtle. We're, gonna, well, we're bringing we're it back. back. We're gonna slide into a commercial. Hey, what was Come that back. record? company had the logo was a turtle what oh yeah was a turtle record from the ID, uh, 80s ID's I, from the ID's from the ID's <laughs> <laughs> let me have some more of that frigate I'm only three hours from Alamorada <laughs> 
Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not even going to play the two and a half minute one. No, that seems like we should listen to that in private. So, all right, I'm going to play another commercial. We're going to go into break and come right back for queso. Yep, it's starting to get weird. All right, here we go. We're down here at Dini's Tarpet Farm, down here in Flamingo. Now, we will not be undersold. If you want a goddamn tarpon, we'll get you a tarpon. We got one acre lot full of damn tarpon. If you want a 10-pounder or a 200-pounder, we got them for you. Just come on down to Denny's Tarpon Farm. $20 for tarpon, a little more expensive during the tarpon tourney week. But we're here for you. Just come on down. This Saturday, Evan Carruthers will be signing autographs. Happy to have you. And come on down to Denny's Tarpon Farm. Hello there, Barely Live listeners. Have you ever had that morning headed to the water and you stop to get ice and realize, oh no, I left my cooler at home. I have. You have. And so what do you do? You run into the store and you grab the Ice Master. Ice Master Styrofoam Grocery Store Cooler. Ice Master. That's the cooler for that day. The Ice Master Cooler will keep your ice cold for two Maybe three hours, but by the time your beer gets warm, you won't care anymore. Two hours. Ice Master Coolers, they're the cooler for that day. Ice Master 5000. We did it. There you go. Welcome back. That was the Ice Master 5000. Uh, we're, we're a huge, uh, huge, uh, huge, huge, fans. huge supporter of that. Yeah, so apparently our rum game, top notch. Like high end Oh, big rum. time. Like yeah. nice rum. Uh, speaker game, on point. On point. Can't oh, beat the turtle let's box. The, on, let's get the speaker game. There it is. That speaker Ooh, game coming through right behind you. That turtle box has got pipes. And then I heard there's a few competitors out there on that turtle box. Though. Well, uh, Queso can tell you about that. But okay. then, then our sunglass game, Bahio all the way, baby. I think it's the natural Bahio shell. Bahio all the way. Natural so, shell, the turtle is like it's uh, acoustically centered. Acoustically speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, acoustic. like, the one thing we lack is uh, mm-hmm. cooler, cooler technology. But you know what? Those styrofoam coolers have saved many a day on the water for many a minute. I've got a feeling that we know some people. I think we yeah. do. I, I want to tell you yeah. real quick. Um, can I tell a story about a styrofoam yeah, cooler? Yeah, please. Yes. So, I bet we all have a good styrofoam <laughs> cooler story. So, uh, I'm just going to drink this rum. Right yeah, here. go yeah, ahead. That, that so back, rum is good. Back in the day down in Beaufort, uh, it used to be a really good Kobe run come up in the river. And there still are Kobe that come in the river. Do not like me think you. That it's like some dinosaur story where they've been extinct. They are not. I However, yeah. the run is not what it used to be. And maybe I'm part of that problem because we didn't know no better back in those days. But a long time ago, far, far away, we used to go every once in a while. We'd sit and soak bait for cobia uh, in the river, in the broad river down in Beaufort. 
So in order to take all the chum that you needed to make a good chum slick to get those cobia to you, yeah. we would buy the gas station coolers, right? The, yep. the styrofoam cooler. The Ice Master 5000. Ice Master 5000 cooler. And we'd pack it full of chum. Then we'd use the chum, and we'd just throw the cooler away at the end of the day, right? Because you don't want to stain up your good coolers with the chum. Sure. Well, I went fishing with my buddy, and he had uh, IBS. I don't know if you know what that is, but if you do, look it up. Um, and <laughs> we were sitting. Now, in these days, you lined up at the bridge, and you were within talking distance of the boat next to you because guys would just, like, sit. Yeah. And it was John yeah. Irwin. This is in the broad? Broad. Yeah. And John Irwin, a, fa- a very popular, mm-hmm. very well-known guy here, uh, hey, was Mike. sitting with clients right next to us, and it was me and Ben Floyd and man who will not be mentioned with IBS. And we are fishing for the day <laughs> under the bridge. We caught five cobia that day. We story. killed That's two of them. Of However, at some point, IBS took over, and yeah. our friend ended up having to take a crap in oh, yeah. one of the disposable coolers on the oh. bow of the boat within, like, talking to... Why like, the bow? Because it was the only place that we didn't want to be near him. So we were in the back fishing. So he went up to the bow in front of the console and, like, just sat down. He was down in the boat. He wasn't up on, like, okay. the deck. But he was, like, still sitting there, like, just able to have a conversation like we're having right now with John Irwin. And Irwin's trying not to make eye contact with him. And he's making animal noises I up mean, there. Just that's a perfectly fine toilet. Destroyed <laughs> that cooler. We made him, as soon as we got back it's to the dock. not sustainable. We it's got back to the dock. We were like, all right, first off, grab that, and you're taking it to the dumpster that was at the ramp. <laughs> made him carry it up there. No, it's, it's funny you say that because most styrofoam coolers that you would find in the Broad River, if you were to chum those, I would show up. <laughs> you know, I've heard a, I've heard a story. It might, be, it might be mythical, but yeah. I, I remember hearing a story about John Irwin, and he had a female client on the boat, and she wasn't real oh, boat oh, friendly. This is a no, but see, story. That, that is an urban no, legend. It's it, not John Irwin. And it, no, every, it was John. No, John, every John guy probably heard it from you. John told every me the story. Guy, every guy has a story about the female John, client says, I have to use the bathroom on. and use the live well, and they take a shit. Like, I will, I will promise you right now. This was now, a bucket. John Irwin. He went back to the bucket. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. John Irwin did have a guy one time in Buford. This is a good story. John Irwin yeah. did have a guy one time in Buford, and they were going back to the ramp. They were on their way down. I heard he done. ran across the water. Well, this guy was yeah. like sitting on the bow, like sitting on the jump seat in front of John's console, and, yeah. and he leans back. He's, and he's a big guy. So John says he's like 300 pounds. And he leans back. He's like, John, I got his bathroom. He's like, man, we're almost back. We're, we, we're going as fast as we can. We'll be back in a minute. I don't think you understand. And he is like, I don't think you understand. <laughs> and he's like, I, I can't do anything for you. We're almost back. And he said, that boy just looked at him and goes, I'm sorry, John, and just dove out of the boat at full tilt, like just full plane, just looked at him and goes, I can't take it, and just went over the side. And, you know, Irwin had, kills the engine, like swings around, and the guy does his business. Yeah. But then the guy weighs 300 pounds. Now, right. they're, they're over uh, Lemon, was it Lemon Island Ramp? Yeah. That's on yeah. the, the Coosawatchi yeah. or whatever the hell mm-hmm. the river is there. Caloosahatchee, I think is what it is. Caloosahatchee. Yeah. So they're on Lemon Island, so he can see the ramp, but it's still a ways up the river. And he's like, they can't get this guy back in the boat because he's too heavy, and, the, and yeah. there's no steps on flats boats, so he can't get him in. So John says, just hang on to the side. So they just drug him back to the ramp, 
and then had him swim up and walk up the boat ramp. Oh, this is qualified <laughs> captain shit. Can you this imagine being at the ramp seeing that? <laughs> it's been a hell of a day at sea, uh, boys. Yeah. That one I know is true, but the no, one about the yeah. woman peeing and like needs they think they need to pee and then that. Well, maybe we sure? should call John Irwin. We're going to have to do that. I think more. we shot yeah. John. Well, we need to do that anyway, but yeah. I could swear that he told me that was a real story. He Let's might he might have happened, but I'm telling you every captain in the history of captains yeah. has and it's usually a live well. And then they usually have a chick. Let's his, get him on the next show just to talk about, about that. Like, He'll yeah, do it. And yeah. we can talk about his farm and all the shit he's got going on. And he's yes. been around here forever. He probably oh, yeah. has a good oh, story. Yeah. That'd be a good yeah. one. That'd be a good yeah. one. That's all right. Good. Well, we, we got to wait off the record. But, yeah. Right. Well, good let's get a old queso on. You all ready? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'll go get him. He's back here working. All right. Let me turn down the Turtle Box soundstage. That's a hell of a nightcap. All right. Here we go. Well, hello there, Bailey Live fans. It's your favorite guy. Oh, oh, is that my theme song still going? I thought we don't finish that. Hey, what's that over there playing all the music? It's called production, like... I don't know what just what you want to call production poor quality like non production <laughs> yeah. non non quality. Is hey, what do you what do you pay for, Richard? You pay for a good production guy for this or what? For me, I I don't pay for exactly. nothing. You know that, Paul. Exactly. I do everything I can to avoid paying for things. This is like my sounds whole, like you owe the bank a little money too, huh? I don't know about <laughs> owe anybody money, but you know, not me. Maybe I'm a little behind on some payments, but that's none of your business. Hey, no, I'm not trying to make it my business. I just heard something earlier. Feels on. like he's getting up in my shit but okay <laughs> so hey richard yeah. i will say i'm excited yo what's your because i've about? been seeing some stuff on your instagram you've been throwing out some teasers of wait oh. till july well wait till august. i've been, been working work- on some stuff yeah now. come on now. You know, so, like first off i want to introduce you to this, this product guy here it, it's so what uh, do you got what do you got it's called the tortoise cube Okay. What yeah. does it do? So basically, nature has provided the pers- the, the perfect acoustic uh, accoutrement to any speaker that you would like to do, and it is a tortoise. Now let me tell you back. Wait, back. hold on. Yeah, the like the tor- tortoise, like the the turtle that only lives on land. And you, you know, said speaker. Yeah. So listen. Well, so, they're actually amphibians. I don't they know if you know this about. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but for a whole while, I lived in Central Florida with my mama when I was a baby, and my mama had a gopher tortoise. It just, it just in the sounds backyard. like Turtle Box. There's already a product called. Turtle don't Box. talk to me about that blasphemous plastic thing over there. Okay, we're gonna talk about that later. That's well, a hell of a speaker. Okay. So my mama, she lived. She lived in Central Florida. Uh, okay. 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 I'm sorry. And, I'm and sorry. she lived, and, and, and she had a, a gopher tortoise in the backyard, right? I bet and she, she loved did. that tortoise. She fed him all the lettuce and the carrots and the leftovers from the dinner and well one day that tortoise died and that and my mama didn't want the tortoise to go away so she asked me if i could preserve him you know as it were sure okay in those days my taxiderm skills were not quite up to par so uh, it didn't work out so i was left with a perfectly good gopher tortoise tail one day while hanging out in the garage i sat a little too close to my speakers over in the corner and it amplified. I could hear it was like being in the stadium. With, You're kidding. Oh, it was like being front stage. So your speaker Dave box Matthews concert it. with everybody getting stung by bees. It was the best thing you've ever seen in your life. And Tripping Billy? I realized right then that the tortoise shell was the perfect acoustic amplifier. So wow. I tore the speakers out of my 1998 
Nissan Maxima. I took two tweeters and Dude, a door you speaker. Had a Nissan Maxima. That's yeah, nice it was beautiful. <laughs> and then I, I wired them in there, and it was beautiful. Wow. Now it's not waterproof because everybody knows tortoises don't swim, but it is amazing. So I've been working on that idea a little bit over so this the years. Is more, it's not really a portable device. It's more of like just blast. How your ears much off. more portable can it get now with new battery technology? It's more of an acoustic device. I have device. been able yeah. to 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 replace the hardwire with uh, lithium batteries and such that I've stolen out of Teslas when they're not looking, and 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 and. <laughs> And you can get a pretty good system going on. Now, the waterproof thing is discouraging, so I've been working on a new one that I call the Loggerhead Lunch Pail. Now, whoa. the Loggerhead Lunch Pail is made from real loggerhead shells that I get from down whoa, at the rescue whoa, center. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's my, only my. from the ones that don't make it, okay? What are they going to do with the shells? <laughs> they just throw them out back. And so anyway, all of my products are completely biodegradable, made out of real tortoise and or loggerhead shells. And and then I, I just wire the speakers in there, you know, a lot of hot glue and shit. It works do you, out. Do you have any like just customer, uh, like early customer? Yeah, I do. I, I, I've got I've got Jimmy, uh, Jimmy from the Circle K. Where's he at? Yeah. Jimmy, come tell him how good this sounds. Hey, I brought him in. Is that okay? Hey, Richard. Hey, hey, hey Jimmy. Richard. Uh, so I've I've got. I've got the... Tell, uh, tell them about the sound, acoustic quality. I've got the tortoise shell. What are you calling it? Tortoise the Tortoise shell? cube. Tortoise cube. Yeah, because it's shaped like a cube. It, it blows my damn socks off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. He, I, I, he I, don't have shoes, so he only wears socks. So I got it my JBL record player just tucked right into yeah, it. It's yeah. like Almond Brothers live from Fillmore. I, goddamn, I'm there. Goddamn show. It's crazy. Yeah, one pair of crimpers and some extra wire, and you can wire whatever the hell you want into Thank it. you, Richard. Good yeah. seeing you, buddy. Thanks, Jimmy. Don't touch anything on the way out. Okay. Hey, so anyway. Jimmy's I, like Adderall. I'm really excited about it. I heard you boys are looking for some sponsors. You want to you get on board? You want to put a little money in the pot? No, we, yeah. we actually already have a company that's uh, well, what, making a we fantastic product. Turtle Box? Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. See, what is that thing? It's a speaker. It's incredible. It's made out of plastic, Paul. Oh, yeah, it's waterproof. You can. So is the loggerhead you, lunch pail. You can even do karaoke with it. I what? can wire whatever the hell you want into it. Yeah, but this is Bluetooth. Yeah, it's Bluetooth. Yeah. It's got everything, man. Y'all are disappointing as hell. Well, yeah, let's, just, fantastic let's just... I feel like we're kind of competing against our yeah. sponsor of the show, yeah. so let's maybe yeah. move on to different yeah. territory. Yeah. What have okay. you been doing? You been fishing much lately? Yeah, a little bit in between working on my, my tortoise cubes <laughs> and my lunch pails. But yeah, I, I, you know, I've been out there a little bit. Huh? I've been trying to find some... Uh, some tarpon, but they ain't really rolled in yet. You know, it, it, it's early. I heard them off the beach the other day. I heard them, didn't see them, but I heard them. I knew they was out there. They was going, hey, Rich. And I was, I was, can you make I was that, looking for them. Can you make that perfect sound of like a tarpon roll? Uh, no. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's like, <laughs> It's hard to get there. It's hard to get the, the entry. Was that a, for the next five minutes, this should all go. <laughs> was, that, wait, was that a water fart? It was a water fart when it blew up the bubbles and they go back in. Yeah. Let's just do Not it. like topping farts in the morning. For one minute, let's just all do our. You guys are weird. That's why I like coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> So Richard, you've been you've been dating? No, well, yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, I have the curse of like the third date curse. 
Because at the third date, that's when they won't come see your house. And you can't work on things called the tortoise cube and keep a nice, clean bachelor pad at the same time. You got, like, tortoise parts all over the living room? Well, you know, they come in, they see one loggerhead you know, head. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, nobody wants to play with Richard anymore. <laughs> play with Richard's tortoise head? Yeah, I'll tell you right now, that logger head got a lot more play than Richard did. Uh, it's a lonely life being an entrepreneur. Goes our first sponsor. Entrep- <laughs> Is it entrepreneur or entrepreneur? <laughs> manure. Manure. It's manure. Turtle Box is going to love this thing. Yeah, Hi, look, Turtle Box better watch out because Richard Queso, Queso Court, we're coming for you with the, the tortoise cube and the logger head lunch pail. All right, we got any letters in the mailbox? I don't know. That's your job. I don't have a mailbox. It's right. true. That is I do, our, our I do have one yeah. from... Okay, uh, okay. Let's answer the question. God, I hope it's not about a speaker. From Cormick Cor McMurtry? Cormick McCarthy? No, Cormick McMurtry. Oh, my God. Um, R- Dear Richard, um, I like to fish in the Keys a lot and was just curious if you ever dealt with any... Thing like dealing with any other guides on the boat down there whenever you're fishing. Well, see, the thing is, what I've realized is that most of the time, the guides down there, they're really only mad at like tourists and stuff that they think they don't belong. Uh, but there's like a fine line, right? Like, it, it's like road rage. Who are you going to yell at? You Are you going to yell at the 50-year-old bald guy in the Mazda Miata that cut you off? Or the guy with the kind of too long beard in the jacked up truck that most definitely has guns. Which I, one are you going to yell at, right? So I'm totally following you. So right I now. come in with my tortoise cube blasting ACDC. I got my I got my 98 tour t-shirt on on the bow and I got a fly rod and a shotgun in the other hand. Ain't nobody ever messing me. I stared down Rob Fortis to his face in the bowling alley and well, you I didn't catch any tarpon, but Marble lights, right? Marlboros. Yeah. Mar- or GPCs or really? Senecas okay. or whatever I can get at the time. Let's be real. The point okay. is, Paul, mm-hmm. it's about perception. Mm-hmm. I don't give off the vibe of fuck with Richard Queso. That's true. That is true. Well, Richard, we appreciate it, buddy. I love you, boy. Doug, you got anything for Richard? <laughs> Hey, I noticed the other day when I was looking here breathe. behind one of them ladies that was leaving from her office and stuff. Did they uh-huh. have showers in here? You think they'd be cool if I, I don't know, took a shower? That's fine. I'll just yeah. leave. I'm going to be in the showers. I'll see y'all boys. I'll, I'll leave you my key. I'll leave you my <laughs> yeah, key. Yeah, just leave it over there to the door. I'll lock it up real tight. I won't make any copies. I swear. Mail sack. Mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack. Mail sack. Let's all go inside. Mail sack. Mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? That was uh, that was violent. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah. he's making. He, but amazing. Mike, did you hear about the? Uh, I was sitting like, over in the corner. Tortoise shell box or something. Yeah. He's making. Yeah. yeah I was what are the chances the... we get turtle box and he's well, making an audio box made of real tur- turtle? <laughs> you know, though, like I think it'd be pretty fine. cool to have a. I mean. Well, all right. Look, I'm all about conservation. Now, look, never sure, kill an sure. animal. Now, Let's now, just look. be real. 
But how badass would it be to just have a speaker in your truck, like in your car, it in your was, boat that was, was like made tur- out of like a, a tortoise shell, shell like a an tortoise actual tortoise shell? Yeah, that'd be awesome. You're right. With like a kicker. Well, it's kind of like a rattlesnake belt. Yeah. yeah. Like there's something just inherently cool car, about it. It'd yeah. <laughs> be pretty cool. Listen up. Funny story about tar- turtle shells that, that me and Tucker was in the Bahamas one time and he bought a, a turtle shell off of a dude. A green turtle. Well, yeah. And it was like lacquered and everything, which they're illegal in the United States. Oh, you can't bring course, them home. Yeah. So uh, that trip, we didn't take a boat over. To this day, we, so he flew over, so he didn't bring it back because mm-hmm. he couldn't, because mm-hmm. they're not allowed in the state. So. To this day, that turtle shell is still sitting on Bimini. I know where it is. I know that's in the Seriously, house. Seriously, I know where it's at. Oh, it's in a house. That's a friend, a friend's house. Like I, it's never going to leave. Yeah. But Tucker owns a turtle shell <laughs> that I've yet to smuggle because I've gone and over twice with boats and I just forgot about it. I'll leave it at this. Have y'all ever eaten turtle? Uh, snapping turtles. I never had. It tastes like chicken. Never had. Uh, Not for those yeah. those guys in really Mexico good. like it a lot. Yeah, that, I've yeah. never ate sea turtle. I've ate. Snapping turtles. Yeah. They don't advertise that they eat it, but I think they eat it. Oh, they, yeah. Well, there's yeah. a lot of there are a lot of fucking Y'all turtles in Mexico Chris right Barrow, now. Chris Barrow, my buddy from Augusta, he was, a, he was a property manager when he first started out in real estate. Okay. The worst call he ever got was to an apartment complex that somebody had abandoned an apartment unit, and they found an 80-pound snapping turtle in the bathroom. Oh, God. Trying to clean it out? Why the fuck would someone keep it that? So well, here's the thing. I if think you they ki- were going to eat it. If you keep, if you kill it. All right, so look. If you want to eat a snapping turtle, you can't just take him out of the wherever the fuck you catch him and eat him. Right. You have to put him in a tank somewhere for a week, yeah. two weeks, month, whatever. Feed him fresh fruits and vegetables, whatever, like <laughs> like a pet. Like I'm not igu- joking. Like an iguana. You have to clean him out. And this so, like, officially got you, feed, you feed them like good, clean food. Yeah. You change the water yeah. constantly, yeah. and you basically clean their system out of all the shit that they eat when they yeah. live in these. So rivers. basically, you farm it. Yeah, you yeah. get it nice and cleaned yeah. out. Then you kill it. Then you eat it. Mm-hmm. You don't eat him fresh out the river. That's how you Do get you know nasty ass meat. Their mating call sounds like a nail gun. No, well, they're snapping it. Yeah, <laughs> in certain there are communities in Louisiana. Promise you. People shooting nail guns, building houses. Really? Snapping turtles will come come to it. Are they like biting? They will actually come to a nail gun. Thinking it's a main call. True story. What about you boys? This has been Santis. Yeah, this is Santis or Lewis. Oh, I could do either, man. I'm just going to eat chips and drink beer. I'm not going to actually eat food, so I don't care. You just can't eat chips and drink beer? I I ate dinner before I came in. I got a small Let's go to Santi's. Let's go to Santi's. Yeah. All right, we're going to end on this. Ready? Y'all ready? I'm ready for all of it, Paul. Let's do it. This This segment of Bailey Live brought to you by Doug's current haircut. My God, would you look at it. Mike, look at it. This reporter's seen many things over the years, but nothing like Doug's carrot haircut. My God. So professional. So unkempt. How does it do both? Back to you, boys.